What's up? This is Mike Fenoya from Amigos, and Amigos Podcast is in the loop, the legion of Osiris Podcast. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with podcasts and live experiences about artists and topics you love. Check out OsirisPod.com and stay in the loop. Sign up for the newsletter to learn about the newest podcasts and events. Relics Magazine is a media partner of Osiris. For music news, go to Relics.com. Hey, what's up? It's Mike Fenoya. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by our new sponsors, Kushko. You know those cool containers that cannabis and hemp products come in? Those jazzy joint tubes and edible wrappers? Well, Kushko is bringing them to the market and changing the game. Kushko Holdings, publicly traded under the ticker KSHB, is the parent to innovative cannabis industry leaders such as Kush Supply Co., Kush Energy, the Hybrid Creative, and Kalido Packaging Solutions. And they've sold more than 1 billion units to more than 5,000 legally operated medical and adult-use dispensaries and growers across North America, Europe, and South America. For more info, go to kushko.com slash podcast to learn more. That's kushko.com slash podcast to learn more. What up, mofos? Hope everybody's doing good. Hope you had a great week. Um, we're back with another episode. Today, um, my guest, uh, I chat with Steve Lacey, Fox 5 New York uh, news reporter, fish fan, uh, very active on the fish Twitter and Instagram uh, space, big GNR fan, artist, whole bunch of cool shit. Uh, we met up and hung out at the uh, Fox 5 News office in New York City, Upper East Side, and we chatted... Uh, all things music, and then we go over in depth uh, the New Year's Eve run uh, all four nights, so enjoy it. We'll get to it in a minute. Uh, first off, just want to say a big thanks to all the Amigos out there. We hit 1,000 Instagram followers this week for the Amigos pod page. Uh, thank you guys so much. That really means a lot, and that's cool. This thing's growing. I'm having a good time doing it, and uh Love the interaction, man. You guys are you guys are the shit, and uh, it's just so cool to be able to have a dialogue with you guys. The Amigos discussion group is a blast. I got the chance to share my uh, video of the craziest fucking Uber in the world. It was, what, the, a week after Christmas, two weeks after Christmas? I got into an Uber in the West Village in Manhattan at, like, 1.30 in the morning in a legit fucking Christmas ornament uber this thing was nuts there was shit hanging all over it the guy was playing kind of knockoff dollar store you know that walgreens christmas music when it's like you know the poor version of uh all the christmas tunes it's just some kid singing frosty and rudolph and uh all the hits from all the 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 movies uh this guy's car was decked the fuck out with christmas ornaments it's on the amigos uh discussion page on facebook which you're not if you're not a member, you should head over there and join it. Um, we have some pretty funny dialogue back and forth. Um, 
If you're not following the show on social media, head over to Twitter, Instagram, at AmigosPod, A-M-I-G-O-S-P-O-D. Um, also, my personal is at Mike Fenoya, M-I-K-E-F-I-N-O-I-A, and MikeFenoya.com for comedy dates. Uh, January 25th and 26th, I will be at Atlantic City Comedy Club at the Tropicana. Uh, you can go to AtlanticCityComedyClub.com. For tickets, and if you use the promo code AMIGOS, you get 20% off tickets. So once again, AtlanticCityComedyClub.com, promo code AMIGOS, 20% off. Um, Yeah, so last week we talked to uh, Russ from the Philly Float um, Tank establishment in Philadelphia where I had a a float and uh, got some cool emails The email address, guys, again, questions, comments about comedy, music, life, anxiety, whatever, you name it, amigospod at gmail. Um, I threw it out there to see if anybody else had floated and if they had any stories, and uh, it's very interesting. I got a whole bunch of uh, really cool uh, replies and responses. Um, Just so many cool people wrote some really cool... You know, it's kind of interesting going through all these things. There is a couple weird... If you're thinking about floating and if you're going to get into it and do it, um, everybody seems to have the same weird anxiety about one element of it. It's that kind of slimy saltiness of getting into the... uh, the float tank. Like, the water is, like, loaded with salt. And you float on it. You have to shower before you go into the tank. Each room has like this little kind of, you know, stand up Planet Fitness looking shower. And uh, then you get in and you're kind of like instantly like, you know, you're in there naked and you're kind of slimed in in, in a minute, you know. And uh, you get sort of if you've got any like uh, cuts or abrasions, they sting and burn. And if you get the water in your eyes, you know, like. It gets it, it that part kind of fucking blows and everybody that's been sending me stuff has, uh, you know, really had some weird issues just like that. The major had uh, some salt get in his eyes and dude, I had that, too. And it uh, it burns. And it's this weird thing of like, you know, you want to shut the door completely. Um, if you don't if you if you shut the door completely it gets a little steamy and humid in there and then if you you know leave it open it gets very cold um it's it's interesting and it's it's one of those things i think that like you probably got to do it a couple times till you get you know work out the kinks and stuff but there's definitely a couple of cool stories because like you know when you do let yourself go um the thing that was neat is just like everybody had an, an interesting little story you know like my pal wrote that, uh, you know, and, and I just want to take quick snippets. Like, he went from feeling like I was floating in the nothingness of space to slowly becoming aware of a small light. I decided to investigate. I moved closer to it or maybe just focused on it in my mind's eye. But the next thing I know, I find myself near a campfire. The shallow light cast from the fire is the only light. All around me outside of that glow remains the darkness. I don't recall seeing anyone else around the fire. It was just me, some stones, a log or two, and nothingness. I remember getting a sense of warmth and an idea of the crackling of the fire. Then I kind of became aware of some cacti on the outskirts of the glow. The fire was in the middle of a desert. Now the floor, in quotes, of the nothingness had substance. I was aware of it like sand. 
it was peaceful. I was enjoying my aloneness when I saw a smaller light beyond the fire off it in the distance. I changed my focus to it and realized it was actually two smaller lights. I was trying to focus on it hard to bring it into my mind's eye and see what it was. Then all of a sudden, they zoomed at me very quickly. It was frightening, but before I could even know what was happening, it was over. The lights were a coyote or maybe a wolf. It ran through the fire, grabbed onto what I felt was my soul, and ran off with it. The fucking thing stole my soul. I, I just, I, I love that shit so much, dude. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's just so neat that I want to go in that tank. I, I just felt like uh, I was a, a, a spaceship floating around up top there. And, and it, 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 that's so cool that you had that experience, you know? Like, my pal talks about how uh, after about 10 minutes, he hit a start point, which was a memory of a tablecloth his parents had in his house growing up. From there, he scanned the room and saw carpet and cabinets and heard his grandmother's voice smelling his mom's cooking, flashing back to his earliest memories. It's crazy that that's, I mean, and, and it's so cool that we, I was always so fascinated with that whole thing that like we only use like 10% of our brain or whatever the fuck, like there's so much shit in there. Like how come we can remember like our first phone number and lyrics to songs and can't remember what we had for you know breakfast or where we like left our keys and shit like that like I just really always want to figure out ways of like tapping into that resource and uh I definitely find it through you know like meditating and 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 all that but man the float is really cool there's a couple other things I want to try at some of these studios and uh see what the hell is is in there but um Thank you guys so much for sharing these stories. And, and again, anybody, comedy, music, anxiety, relationships, we're all the amigos, man. So send it and we'll chat. Um, amigospod at gmail.com. Uh, let's get into the chat. This is a, a good long episode. It's a nice listen. It's a nice think. Uh, Steve Lacey, who has been um, a news reporter uh, in Maine, in Massachusetts, uh, grew up outside Providence now here in Manhattan for, you know, almost a decade. Um, really cool chat, you know, like it's fun. Thanks to social media, we're able to find other people who listen to the same music and all that. And it's just fun to find those passionate people where it doesn't matter what we do, but we can like get together and like talk about the shit we love, whether, you know, this conversation is all about fish and music and we learn a lot, you know, from each other and you make a new friend out of it. So it was really neat for, uh, you know, him to take some time. He was recovering from a, a, a rough case of Wook flu, uh, which, you know, any head is feeling right about now. And for those new listeners, before you Google Wook flu, um, it's, it's fish tour AIDS basically, uh, after you do a run and you're in a, steam room of a of an arena and everybody's kind of like you know sweating walking in but they got their cold from their hometown it's pretty much just like a a gumbo of germs inside the garden it's a it's a uh a chowder of chunk in the throat and everyone's sweating and uh sipping off each other's waters and you know molly hugging in line for a uh 14 baseball bat size coors light uh, the, the, the germs spread and everybody that goes to fish gets, uh, short term AIDS and, and, you know, it takes a couple weeks of kombucha and, you know, warm blankets and hot showers and you get better. So suck it up. But everybody that gets the wook flu and, uh, Steve was getting over it after doing a couple nights at the run. Um, he's a real fun follow on, uh, 
social media. At the end of the episode, he gives all of his handles. So listen through and uh, follow him. He's got a great story. You know, he, he's a couple years older than me. He grew up in, if you grew up in New England, you grew up a rock and roll fan. I feel like it's just inevitable. It's a great place to listen to rock. He was in, you know, in that Massachusetts Aerosmith, uh, umbrella got into GNR at a young age that changed his life and uh he gets to work with the art that uh you know photographers his pal and him are uh, working on a joint art project that uh we'll post up all of the links uh to upcoming events but he's a, I had a really fun time talking to him we get through you know how he got into fish how I got into fish the uh fun of going to the concerts and also some really interesting questions about being on TV and being on the news and uh, not trying to chart your own course in life. Just l- surrender to the flow, man, and let it happen. Fucking yeah, bro. Um, so it's a great chat. At the end of the episode, we go deep into the Fortnite run at the Garden, which ended with Santos and smelling what space smells like. So I hope everybody enjoys it. And thanks to my new pal, Steve, for the time. And uh, as always, everyone, once more, head over to iTunes, give a five-star rating, a review. Um, Keep sending in those emails. Go join the discussion group on uh, Facebook. Thanks for the new followers and the tweets and the emails. I love you all, and I'm going to keep doing this as long as you keep listening. So enjoy the episode. Peace. Osiris. We are in, uh, we're in, in the, the home of Fox 5 New York. Yes. This is where it all goes down. That's right, the Upper East Side. What's, how long is your day? It's not that long, actually. No? Oh, really? <laughs> Which is the great part. So I've got a killer schedule. For, for a decade, I did the mornings yeah. uh, in Springfield, then Boston, then New York. So for 10 years straight, I did morning news. Uh, I when I was hired here, I was the four thirty a.m. anchor. Jesus. So, um, but now I do the five and the ten. So I work three p.m. till eleven p.m. Okay, and I live right around the corner. Fantastic. So I have no commute. It's it's really killer. and you have your days to yourself. Days to which myself. Which is fantastic. Yeah, it, you know what? it's like restaurant work. Like I have the backward clock ticking to like okay, I got two hours left. I got one hour left. I got you know. <laughs> now now does that? Do you like that? Because I hate it. I, I hate, hate that. it too, man. The waiting is the hardest part. It Tom is. Petty said it perfect. Yep, it kills a lot of your days because you're like. Maybe you wake up with grand idea and you're like, I'm going to do this. And you're like, oh, there's only four hours left. I can't do that. And then you just talk yourself out of the there's whole day. just it's enough very, time for a nap. Totally. All the time, man. That's a big That's concern. the thing with yeah. stand-up, too, is, you know, like, I so I write for Impractical Jokers. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing stand-up at night and podcasts and all this stuff during the day, listening to tons of music. But I could kind of work from wherever I am. Yeah. So it's rough sometimes. And mm-hmm. even beyond being on the road as a stand-up, it's difficult because – you get up, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym. Where am I? St. Louis. I'm going to go to the Arch. And it's like, nah. You don't there's do ribs across you the street. You don't do shit. Totally. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's a hard. It is. Looking back towards like, when's my day going to start? It's brutal. Yeah. Yep. So, but that's nice. So Springfield, Mass, is that where you're from? No, I'm from Dighton, Mass, which is a tiny town southeast, like 15 minutes from Providence. Okay. But with my, oh. whole, my whole TV run, I've been very lucky because I was always in the Northeast. My first TV job was Bangor, Maine, November of 01, year and a half there, three years in Springfield, Mass, five in Boston, and now I've been here for seven. Jeez. Did you always want to be in Manhattan, or did you just no, go where the— No, that's the thing. And honestly, my biggest takeaway from this job has been 
I never even aspired to New York. When I started in TV, I thought it would be the craziest thing if I could make it on air in Providence and like people who I grew up with. And I was like, that was pie in right. the sky. Yeah. And then just things have luckily progressed. And I've realized, you know, there's a lot of people who get into TV and they've got their whole career planned out and you can't do it like that because that's not how the universe works. Right. You don't get to plot your way exactly where you want to be. So there's been a lot of just been sort of like been carried upstream like i'm on a raft and it i mean thank god it's worked out but it was definitely not the result of some master plan at all i've been super lucky did you have those moments when you were like is this going the way i want it to go am i happy here am i bored because you like oh, you know yeah. bouncing around and moving around mm-hmm. seems like you're someone that's not uh you know averse to change but sometimes you know because i i started comedy in, Conne- in connecticut yep and it was the type of thing where I have to go to New York. That's where it is, New York yeah. or L.A., you yep. know, and I'm not an, a West Coast guy at all. Yeah. So I definitely was um, – I had to get here, had to do it, mm-hmm. had to make it, but it's one of those things where you're constantly like, am I doing enough? No, it's, am it, I-, I think it's very similar because the thing is when you start out – like I guess the thing I'm proudest about is that I did do it the hard way, the right way, you know, like when I was in Bangor, Maine making 17 grand. I'm 26 years old. That's when I start having friends who are being successful – so look, I remember the New Year's of 02 and 03, I came to New York, went to my friends. He's running The Onion. He's doing great. People are starting to lift off. And I'm like, what if, like, this is it for me? Because you don't know you're getting out. Like, the TV thing, it's so romantic in hindsight because I know it worked out. Yeah. But when you're in Maine being like, I'm 27, I'm making no money, and I don't know what my next job is going to be. And you have to get it in these windows of time before the next contract, and you got to sort of really – I was just like, you know, it's dark at times, and it yeah, looks good dude. in hindsight. I've definitely, you know, given it a, a, a glossy sheen only looking back. It's so funny that you say that, though, because there is that kind of like you're worried about that next contract, that next thing. Absolutely. And, you know, with comedy, it's the same thing. It's like you get older. You really got to sharpen your pencil and, and, and dig deep and, and find that funny. There's a lot of dark funny- moments. That is similar to, the, like, you know, when you're living in Bangor. It's not that different to being on the road. You know, you, you wake up in a crappy apartment. That's your hotel. Yeah, room, man. Like, what am I doing? Totally. <laughs> did you love Bangor? Bangor is a pretty cool place. I did. I did love Bangor. I, like, that's the thing. When, when I joke back about like the, the small market stuff, I actually and I loved Western Mass, too. I loved Western Mass. and I love Bangor. Um, the funny thing was that when I moved to Bangor, I'd only been there up there once for the interview. And in my mind, I was moving into like what what is actually Camden, Maine was in my mind it was what Bangor was as far as like, oh, this is gonna be a small lobster town, there's gonna be boats coming into ports. Like, oh no, it's completely landlocked. You're not anywhere near water. Yeah. There's a Walmart and there's truck stops. There's woods and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, it was totally different than what I envisioned. Yep. That's cool. And then Springfield, which is a whole other I just found out the Hookie Lao got closed down. Hookie Lao closed I was, like, man. About. I know. Well, you know, and and a casino just went up. Getting into you grew up in you grew up in New England. You yeah. grew up a rock and roll guy. You yeah. grew up on Aerosmith and Aerosmith permanent vacation. That was seventh grade. That was what got me in. And then Appetite for Destruction is what absolutely blew my mind apart mm-hmm. and rewired my entire being. Gotcha. So how old? Uh, I, I don't I don't know. Was that yeah. is that taboo to ask? Oh, I don't a, care. I'm t- forty three. Yeah, forty three. Okay, yeah. I'm thirty nine. Yeah. So we're close. You graduated mm-hmm. what ninety three, ninety four, ninety three from high school. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, appetite comes out and you're in you're in middle school. Yep. Holy grade. shit. Yeah. Right. I I remember that tape. We I borrowed it from this kid, Mike Arietta. It came back on the bus. You know, we got it. I remember I remember listening to it after school at our bus stop on a portable tape player. And when it went into it's so easy, and he says, "Why don't you just have off in the middle of it?" I was like, 
I didn't even know you could swear in me. I, it, it <laughs> right? blew my mind. Yeah. And yep. then I've been as obsessed with them now as I was then. I, I, GNR is. That's your band. Yeah. That's your, that's yeah. your, that's, I, I watched a, uh, your, your, well, your passion other than being on TV is, mm-hmm. is the art. Yeah. And you yeah. got the chance to do some work with the images I get to work with, with Mark stuff. Yeah. That, that's that, pretty that dope. Man. Mark Weiss. And it's like, you know, he'll send me the images digitally and it's like them at CBGB's it's them at his studio on that October 87 trip. And I just trip out for hours. Like, yeah, man. It's unbelievable. That story stuff. that yeah. he tells when, when you guys were talking about the project and how he couldn't get that pass, he couldn't get that backstage pass, that, that photo pass. And then Axel, he ended up getting yes. it and yeah, Axel yeah, yeah. sees him and he like recognizes him. And then Mark he got all the- stops the show. Yes, dude. That's so sick because I, I think now, so I started to write for relics magazine in 2001 ish mm-hmm. uh, to that. I had a key- Ken Kesey's last interview oh, and wow. then I published it in relics and yep. I got to write for them. And I kind of went like gorilla style backstage. Like I just wanted to get backstage. I've always been fascinated mm-hmm. with like, the rigging and the how the guys watch from side stage and make sure everything's working mm-hmm. good. And I stand to this day. I still stand and watch like the monitor workers yeah. and yep. the. I just love the 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 nuts and bolts that makes a show happen. Yeah. When you're on TV and you're looking out at the cameras yep. and the people looking at you and that stuff's so exciting to yeah. me. You know. Yeah. So I was able to kind of like get backstage a bunch and do a whole bunch of that. So when he was telling that story. I've been told no so many times oh, yeah. when it comes yeah. to trying to get passes to interview bands yep. and stuff like that. So that was and, really and, neat. And Fish is completely impenetrable. In that it's world. impossible that, that now. That circle is completely closed, and I see people try to get into it. I've tried, you know, I'm always trying to get interviews, and I've given up on that. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's fine. That's just something I enjoy. I'm not going to become <laughs> tight with the band. That yeah, window is sailed. Yeah, yep. You know, if I can get a head nod from Tom Marshall, that's killer. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, it's like, it's all great, but I'm not going to become tight with Trey. Well, you know, what's kind of funny is like, you know, I, I started listening to fish in like 94 mm-hmm. and I, same. that's yeah. Okay, cool. And 95 was my first show mm-hmm, when same. I got the first tape I ever, what was your first show? Just June 30th, 95 great woods. Oh Jesus. Yeah. What a way to start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. some of my buddies were at that show too. It and it's like the two, it was the first of the two, last shows at great woods for four years because it was a friday saturday yeah. i remember that week clear as hell because tuesday a live one came out yep i got it you know i had my portable cd play in my car and then drove to the show friday they were playing friday and saturday and it was such a circus because they were blowing up it was a weekend where like you know fifty thousand people showed up to each show right so then they were like okay no more fish on weekends and they they didn't return until 99 yep. after that weekend. That's right. Show, That's yeah. right. And uh, that was also when the heat was kind of coming on to the Grateful Dead scene because yep. Jerry died two months later. And a lot of people were starting to like, right, yeah, let's go right. find fish and let's go hang there. We heard it's a party there, yeah. too. That's yeah. a lot of people have told me that they're like the dead scene got too scary because cops would just pepper spray everybody. So they're like, yeah. let's go see what fish that's, is. That you know, is true. Yeah. Very interesting, you it know, is. It and, is. Um, and 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 that's. So the first tape, talking about Tom Mm -hmm. Marshall, the first tape I ever listened to was New Year's Eve 93, Mm -hmm. which was at Worcester. Worcester, yeah. So that was the first tape I ever had. And Antelope, Tom Marshall comes out. And there's that moment at the, you know, he sings, you know, the Rai Rai Rocco thing. And then at the end of Antelope, Trey just like screams and he's so excited. And you can hear like this youthful vibrance and energy in the band. And I'm like, 
who the hell is this Tom Marshall dude? You know, like who is this? Because yeah. this is pre-internet, and yep. you know, like so, got my hands on a Farmer's Almanac and started yep. like reading, you know, right, Andy analog, Bernstein's no book. Internet, right, you right, you have to like piece it together yourself. You got to figure it out. Yeah. And the kid who gave me the tape, I went to him and was like, "Give me all. Yeah. Of, I yep. want all the knowledge." Yeah. And I, I talk about this a bunch. I was never like a Dungeons and Dragons kid, but yep. Fish was my Pokemon or my I, like. I think it's. I was. I had this talk. After one of the shows with the guy who works at Sirius, the guy John, it's like, oh, and Jason actually, Jason Kaplan, he's mm-hmm. getting into it. And I'm like, it's like baseball. You'll never know all of it. There's, right. Th- there's, in, you can spend your life dedicated to learning it all, and there's always will be someone who knows more than you. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's, if you're watching from a certain perspective, mm-hmm. if you were, you know, in the bathroom during a an, a kung or a, yeah. who knows what the yeah, hell you yeah. know so there's always those things and it's nice yep. to be open and so now fast forward to you know Osiris Network yeah doing the podcast on Tom's right, network all these years later yeah. all these years later and the first time I met him he came to the Comedy Cellar and watched one of my shows oh wow so like I had to sort of be like hey dude like I'm super excited for our upcoming friendship yeah but right now i gotta go you know yeah make us do a show on a, on a saturday no, night or totally and it was so dope and yeah. he was such a it was one of those things where right away you kind of like get it you're like okay i could see how the lyrics came out of that head you know what i yeah. mean like he's just yeah, got yeah. this really kind of uh you can tell just the way he glances and looks well, at like, things it's, it's like, just trey says it perfectly in bittersweet which i've seen ten thousand times yeah he's like these are the type of lyrics he comes up with. You know, he's, uh, I'm asleep, and then I wake from the dream, and I'm trying to remember the thing. You know, and he, when he's just so honest and yeah. pure, and, and, and he's just it's a good dude. And right. it's, it's really neat to, uh, to be, you know, on, on, uh, on the team yeah, with them. So, so 95 summer, you see, I mean, one of the most, I mean, what an incredible show to catch. Great, yep, ACDC bag opener, Golgi. That was, that was the deer shit out of the side of the hole antelope or whatever there's some <laughs> yeah. sort of like uh, alternate lyric and then my second show which is even better albany yam ah i was at bc wow me and my buddy sean we had had we booked two tickets it was like 50 bucks for the fish ticket which was 25 bucks at the time and then a party bus from the bu burger king huh and there was a blizzard and we showed up at the bu burger king like one minute before the bus was going to leave, but the bus had already left. Oh, no. So we're in my 1991 Ford Probe in a blizzard. <laughs> in a blizzard. And we're like, what The car we weighs do? 40 pounds, dude. Oh, my dude. God. It was insane. For probably front-wheel drive. Yeah, it was front-wheel <laughs> front drive. And we're like, oh, what do we do? And, and, of course, my roommate's like, we go, we go. And we were on the pike, and, I mean, it was terrifying driving. Yeah. Scared to death. Cars spinning out everywhere for no... I mean, you're watching the car spin. The yes. car in front of you spins out. Yeah. And they're not even doing anything. That like, mass oh pike God. drive, too, is brutal. That yeah. 90 going across. Yeah, go west, straight across. Yeah. I did it east with the guys from the Jokers. We did the Palace Theater. I op- I yep. tour with them. We did the Palace Theater in Albany, and then we did the Wang mm-hmm. in Boston, and we did that drive in a blizzard, and I was watching cars just... All it's weirdly, like, steep at place at parts. Yeah, that's true. It gets hilly out west yeah, or something it, it goes up and down it was, so that was cr- we got there, but you we got, got there, there on time we got there a little bit late but not deadly late okay and i i mean the thing i remember obviously that was the famous yam which was like crazy but i also i feel like there was a maze that show and i that as the second show i remember thinking like the musicianship was so crazy with the band it was inconceivable to me that they could play this stuff live and right. then you see it live and it's like oh my god like they're really Four guys are creating all that sound that that blew my mind. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's just so crazy the way that and, and I was just listening back to which we'll get to mm-hmm. the uh, 
the, this new this tweezer from from oh, this yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. just the, the the layers and yeah. the you listen to it with your eyes closed, it's like you're floating on a kayak, and yeah. it's just it's wonderful the way that they're. But even back then, yeah. pre you know all the technology. The way that they did it. Mm-hmm. The, for, my first show was New Haven 95 with that tweezer, Day in the Life. It was one of like the best tweezers ever. Yeah. Uh, there was a fat, F-A-H-T, a fat. Yeah. Yes. It, it opened with a cast. Oh, they never play that. I yeah. know. It was. Yeah. I think it was maybe the first or only. Or... I would love, I love fat catapult. That'd be killer. It was yeah. so, yeah, I yeah. love that right. stuff, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it, it's so cool to look back. And then my second show was Clifford Ball. Oh, killer. Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, that was, so did you yeah. hit the festivals? Yeah, Were you? I did. Clifford Ball, we did the Went, and did Coventry. Okay. And I was going to do Curveball. I actually found out Curveball was canceled on air, and I did an ad lib like, and my, and so then we made it online, you know, Yen blog or whatever, retweeted. I was like, just, I am like, this literal script was like, guys, throw this in. This is a big deal. There are literally people in a parking lot right now, and it's been canceled. I ad libbed it. And then my buddy, who I went to Albany Yen with, he was like, oh my God, I watched it online. I can actually tell you're really depressed. <laughs> and it really – that – that the curveball cancellation gave me an insight. I, was, I said this to my friends of, like, if one of the band members had suddenly died. Like, if it was, like, this thing that you yes. were looking for was taken from you. It was the shock. My friend Henry couldn't even talk about it for a couple of days. It was, like – I was brutal. It was so painful, that loss, you know? Well, you know that you know what the thing is? And I've talked about this with friends that – and I'm, I'm, I imagine because I've got my – who was your buddy? What was his name? Sean. You, like, like you're like and Albany guy, M. Brian, Sean. I still go to shows. Like, he's who I do all the stuff. I do more stuff with this guy, Brian. Right I now. keep yeah. I keep tabs and keep tight with my buddies that are, you know, I'm up in Burlington with mm-hmm. my wife and my dog doing stand up and I'm watching the shows. But my friends are at the shows. My other friend in Denver just had a baby. There's mm-hmm. other people who couldn't, you know, make it. And we're all kind of well, you know how it is. We're, yeah. you know, the crazy fish freak fans. And um. I, I remember just like thinking about how look I'm almost forty years old. I work my ass off doing stand up almost every night. I'm writing for the TV show. I'm I'm traveling constantly. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need this weekend. I yes, need yes, this weekend yeah. as an adult. Yep. The child yep. in me really needs to just go geek out with a whole totally. bunch of fun people. And you knew it was gonna be killer. It was gonna be great. Yeah. And now yeah. looking at it and as now, and now we really know it was holy we know it's shit. right from it. Yep. What do you think would have cause you, you know they said there was gonna be that's after our set or whatever. Would have been the Kazvot yeah, Vox set. Right. Something Because he said like that music was pretty much made for the, the inside the sphere or something, and the thing is, I never. And then they repurposed it, like the Clifford Ball. Any of those festivals, I mean, the late night set was always. I was always passed out somewhere. Were like, you? I, I never saw any of the flat bed or the tower oh, no? jam or any of that stuff. Oh no, okay, that was no way. I did. Yeah, Lemon Wheel. I needed that ambient late night set to kind of let the mm-hmm. the psychedelics kind of. I, I needed to land back on Earth. Right, you know what right, I mean? Yeah. Um, that was a long. I did that like the whole second leg of that '98 summer tour, and uh, we I, did a I lot love of. I loved. I loved the covers thing. I love those early internet seeing like, oh my god, they covered Ben Caught Stealing last night. Oh my god, they did. I was at the only show I saw in '98 summer was the uh, the one before the Grateful Dead. I saw eight eight ninety eight at Merriweather when they did yeah. sabotage, and they and did that, yeah, that was insane, that was unbelievable. Yes. What a fun venue too! Oh, great, loved yep. loved everything about it. That was the that was we, we broke down a car broke down on the way to Virginia Beach, and a pink school bus from Canada picked up me and my buddy, and we drove down in it to Virginia Beach. Missed the whole first set. Yeah, ran in for the second set. Ran into the kid Dave that gave me my first fish tape. Oh wow! Just by chance. Yep. 
and then watched the Terrapin with him. And it was like, this is just, you know, yeah. it's too much. Did you go to Cyprus? No. Wait, no, no. And that had that has long been my biggest fish regret. I and mean, we were talking, you know, my buddy Brian, who was here for two of the shows, the 29th and 30th, who I've been to a million shows with. Um, we were just we were just young and broke at the time. Like, yeah, man. I had no money. I had no. So that was ninety nine two thousand. I think I literally didn't even have a job. Like the idea of being like, Mark, I borrow money to go to Seminole, and she would have been like, No, absolutely. You know what I mean? But it look was, at the Schweiss, Mom. Look uh, at how fun it looks. Oh, right. <laughs> I have all my old Schweisses in my mom's basement. I love going home and like going through. The, I've got my Coventry T shirt. I got a twentieth anniversary. I've got like a good stash. I've always been an archivist. I think all fish people are sort of like that. You yes. Know, like, yes. That's our I'm baseball cards. Yeah. Totally. And you, you know what's interesting is I went my my folks. They moved and they gave me my old Case Logic tape mm-hmm. cases, and I'm looking through it and I'm looking at the tapes and I'm like, I thought I had some stuff, you know, and I forgot there was like that top zipper where you could keep like your. Oh, and I yeah. found old um, balloons from ni- New Year's '96 Boston Garden. I have those. I yeah, have the, those. I have those. I got a whole yep. bunch of the balloons. Yep. I got. I, I have, have my those. my bracelets from all the yep. uh, festivals and me stuff. Too. My me map. Too. Same stuff. I have them. Like I, the thing is, I screwed up. Like I. I think I like stapled this ticket stubs into that, you know, train yeah. thing. I have all that. the New Year's ninety six, ninety seven was the like first and last time I got really hooked up by mail order. We did you know the, the envelope, self addressed, money da, da, order, money order. Yeah. All, I did it all right, and they came back, and I was like, I think these are really good seats. Six row center both nights, you know. Wow. Like, I remember we we had to look up the seating chart for the Fleet Center, Shaman Center, where the hell it was. In the phone book. In the phone book. I, you know, I was like, yeah, oh, dude, whoa, totally. Whoa. Oh, that's so oh, and I'm like, funny. Oh, my God, dude. We, we scored big So time. that was New Year's? 96, 97. New Year's 96, Boston, 97. Yeah. You were and that was my or, senior year in college. I was ninth row floor. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. We were dead center, so we were three rows yeah. behind you. Yeah. We yep. took a Greyhound bus from, if you remember that night, it was a blizzard. Oh, right. It was snowing yeah, like yeah, up. Yeah. It was so cold, and we, we me and three friends, we took uh, a Greyhound bus from Connecticut. Yeah. Took forever. The bus was all over the yeah, place. Yeah, we were yeah. like, we're going to die. Yeah. And then we got there. We I had my first ever bread bowl of clam chowder. Oh, yeah. Which was a pivotal moment yeah. in my life. I, I fell in love with bread bowls yeah. at that point. And then we walked to the show. And, uh, wow, I mean, Axilla, Peaches, Punch. I remember that show just yeah, started yeah. off, like, yeah. and then they had uh, that Bohemian Rhapsody was kind of like the Right, thing. Yeah, like, I remember Paige's voice was shot. It was like, yeah. yeah. That, those shows have sort of been lost to time. Like, no one, you know. Yeah, it's a weird stuff pocket. That happened, but, um, and then, the, you know, that I mean, so you were in that New England area. You, you kind of, the good thing about where we grew up was you were able to see yeah. 20, 30 shows a year, no problem. Yeah, really. not, you know, it's interesting. 15, my, 20. My, well, my thing was, like, I, I was always, I didn't see that many. I just saw them. I saw what I could over a long period of time. You know, like, I actually just ran my fish stats the other day, and I was like, it was torturous trying to figure out, go through, like, what did I see? And went through the dates. Yeah. It, the, these shows were 65, 66, 67 for me because, like, you know, I was again. I was limited by having no money when I was younger, so I never did that. Like I'm going on tour. Okay. Um, That's funny because we had zero. We had no money, but like we had weird grifts. That yeah, see, could I wasn't good somehow... at that. I would buy bottled water and then I'd lose. It was like I, I could never <laughs> do that like lot thing. I would just fail at. I we sold cigarette. Did we had we had yeah. people that like I had a friend who made literally from scratch made a Volkswagen bus. 
we watched them put like from the transmission to the i mean they built it yeah. we got in it we lived in it and we went wow another friend of ours had a dad that ran like um one of those stores that delivers cigarettes and candy to like gas stations yeah and he gave us boxes and boxes and boxes of cartons of camel lights oh wow so we just went and sold them in the parking lot after yeah. shows for like five bucks a pack and made our money to go oh wow by the end of lemon wheel I had $8 in my wallet. Like, I was yeah. at the point where... And I don't know how the hell... Look, I think about it now. Right. If I don't know my charger, yeah. I, 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 I have a no full-blown panic yeah, attack. Like, no phones. Meet me at the... Remember? Meet me at the American flag at Great Woods around five. Yes. You know, it was, there that's was it. no way to catch There was no anywhere. way. Clifford yeah. Ball, there was a legit message board. Right. A piece of, like wall yeah that you had to go like hey trevor meet me at the shitters after you know no, whatever I yeah know. It now it's just crazy i mean to think about that yeah like and it's you, just, there would be friends you wouldn't see because of that and that's you know? it yeah. right yeah and it yeah. was oh if you ran into someone at the gas station getting gas on you know yep. 95 in maine then you guys pulled in together and had that experience yeah. together where now it's just you know i right. sit in a, in a hotel right room here and, yeah and watch it from far away mm-hmm. but it's kind of neat to be able to um you know, go back and share those moments with all those people. I don't really think it matters the amount of shows. It's what you, you know, the, but with work, I mean, you had to probably turn down a lot of TV fun. TV made it way harder. Like, what'd like, you do with the dozen? Did you go to? Oh, so that, I went, I hit nine of the, nine of those. Yeah, I, I did, did too. I did every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Great. And then I worked, I worked it so like between the second and third weekend, I took that week off. So it was like, I did, I remember. I said my, my wife and dog went and visited my mom on the Cape that Friday. I stayed Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. Then I met them. Had the Wook flu that week in between. Uh, and then we came back together for the final weekend. Okay. Yeah. Is she into it? No. Not at all. Not at all. Does she, does she like, go as I, support? I, I've taken her to the previous two New Year's Eve because our friend had a box. So we could do, like, there's wives there who hate That's it, too. That's kick-ass, man. Um but we we lost the box this year, and I don't think it would have worked anyway. Um, it's not her thing, and like, I I don't need it to be her thing. Yeah, I'd rather just either it, for me, it's either like I got to do it right with my friends who are into it. I can't do like the the um, tour guide version. Of I it. hate it. Yeah, I my can't buddy do it. does I can't like do he he loves bringing people to his first show, and nope, I'm like, no why, way. dude? Yeah, like come on, like no. get, let him borrow it because a knowing they're like sort of like what's this brings me down, you know, like. I, I equate it to, and I've said it a thousand times, it's like if you and I sat down and I, I showed you episode eight of season nine of my favorite TV show, mm-hmm. and then I have to go back and pause it yeah, and be yeah. like, well, this character was from right. the first season, and so we have- wears a dress because it's, you know, goes yeah. back along, you know. <laughs> if I could pause real life, I would totally. do it, but yeah. then there would be a 10-hour concert. The thing is, like, MSG to me is like, the way I put it is like, it's like being- it's like being at a World Series with knowledgeable fans. Yeah. So to bring like a you know a seven year old to the first game or something is just sort of silly. It, exactly. No, it's one hundred percent true. This is pro. Yep. And there's those fish. people that like when they hear that like boom boom, they're like, oh, it's wedge, and you know it's yeah. you know, and it's yeah, like yeah. right, and that was nice, and then yeah. you kind of get into your like. I love wedge all that stuff. And... Trying to, we're all trying to figure out. Yeah, what it dude, is it's so funny. Yeah. My wife is good at like, so she she likes it. She caught him. She's from upstate New York, and she caught him early on, like mm-hmm. like early like maybe ninety three or one, you know one of those small shows, maybe opening for Santana or Horde. But um, I bring her. I brought her to the dozen. We went to like one or two together, and I went to the rest that I could. I think I went yeah. to nine. 
and uh, there's this kid next to me. Now I know what they've played. I know what they haven't played. Yeah. So by the by the you know whatever ninth night tenth night, I'm like, all right, well this is what's the use. And here comes vultures. Yeah, yeah. And, here, yeah. and this kid next to me is like. Do you know what your husband is, man? He's a guru, man. He's a fucking guru. And I'm like, dude, just get away from us, right, please. Like, right. I love it. She doesn't, but she doesn't care. She doesn't give she a doesn't shit. She doesn't care, right? Yeah. No, that's why I knew there was going to be no more wife with bringing to shows because last year, our, so the deal with the devil last year was we went to see Sandra Bernhard for her on New Year's Eve, and then we hustled up to the garden. Wow. And I, I got so hooked up last year because I, all I tweet about is I just tweet about fish. Yeah. It's cool work. It lets me deal with it. I don't care. You know, it's like. So I was tweeting so much about MSG on Instagram. They messaged me like, hey, do you want to be VIP for New Year's? Who this did? MSG's Instagram account. And oh. I'm like, we're getting this before the Sandra Bernhardt show. And I'm like, oh, my God, MSG just direct messaged me. and said, do I want to be VIP? I'm like, and I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. That's amazing. So we get there late. We bring us in. They bring us to the floor. There is like a way that like if they care, they can get you onto the floor. Yeah. So I'm there with her. If they care. You I know? love it. <laughs> and um, it's during Yem. And it was just funny. This is a funny story. This isn't ripping my wife. This is just funny. She she was plotting her tweet to Sandra Bernhard during the Yemen. I'm like, no, no, honey, you, we cannot do this right now. Yeah. We're on the floor of MSG during Yem. Yeah. Glow sticks were raining down. And people were looking at me like, I'm like just, we'll do that later. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. It was, it was. So she was going to tweet to her. She, did she, she know? Out, like, we took a picture of Sandra Bernhardt before we left Joe's pub, and it was like, what yeah. should I tweet? Hey, at Sandra Bernhardt. I'm like, not no, now. Not now. Not, not now. now. Yeah. I know. And it gets rough with the, you know, like nowadays, everybody, like you watch shows through the f- other people's yeah. phones and stuff. Yeah. You know? Where were you for this run? Like, where were your... Uh... I had awesome seats. So I, it was 109 night one, right on top of Gordo. Yeah. Um, oh, those are the best. Yeah. From their back. Like right at the front of the stage. From their back is my space. I love that. Yep. I like being behind oh, you or, do? Yeah. or watch, you know, from the side. Yeah. So we are we're 109 and then 108. Seven night two, which was killer. That's in the middle. That's that's when that couple got engaged, r- right next to me. No shit. Yeah, yeah. D- did you know them? No. So uh, they just ha- so, so t- what happened? Tell so me. we're just sitting there, and we were the great thing is we were seats. I think it was twenty. So we were at the end of the aisle, which I love because I'd rather be inconvenienced than be the person in the middle being like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. So we were at the end of the row, which is the best. Yeah. And all Ugh. of a sudden, this this guy's there. And, he gets down on her, on his knees, and oh my god, they're getting like literally right on top of us. And I had bought a nice point and shoot camera for this run, so I could have for my art, so I could have some good images to work with potentially. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, 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 guys, I just got a sick camera. Just hold. Let me get a good picture of you. You're yeah. gonna be so psyched. We did this, <laughs> and, and she's I did. like, no, I was gonna no, say no. no. Guys, so they, they went there, and I got two good pictures of them, and, and then it's just like. How do I find you? What's your Instagram? And then I did. I found him. We follow each other. Uh, and it fantastic. Was, yes, and it turned out they had met at the Baker's Dozen in Section 107. That's a so quick. So they were going back to their old seats. That's a quick courtship. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. And she had a coolest T-shirt. It was, just, it was like the old MTV logo with you enjoy myself. And I was just like, it was the killerest That's T-shirt great. ever. I was joking with him on Instagram. I'm like, oh, when he picked you up in that T-shirt, he must have been like, yep. That's this my is the girl. One. That's my girl. <laughs> I'm gonna lock this down. <laughs> did you ever date a girl that like was in the scene? Never. Because I never really no. did either. I had. No. I introduced a couple girlfriends to it, mm-hmm. and like it was funny. My wife this year, I got the offer to go do Vermont Comedy Club, and I've always had this kind of like, you know, I got to go to Vegas for Fish 
because I was doing the Comedy Cellar in Vegas. Okay. So yeah. while I, I did my sets, I ran across the street. I caught the second and third set of Halloween and then the second set of every yep. other night. Yeah. Um, I kind of have this guilt thing where it's like, I should be working. You know right, what I mean? Like, I, this I, should be a big night. Yeah, when yeah. I love what I'm doing and, yeah. and it's not – if it was just like – you know, I'm not going to name – if it was just some club – I wouldn't have done it, but yeah. I love the people that run Burlington, yeah. Vermont Comedy Club. Yeah. I like Burlington. Yeah. I wanted to just go get away with my wife and have a good time. Yeah. And while we're driving up, she goes, I think I'm going to miss fish this year. She goes, I really wish. And I wanted to like just e-break it and turn around and just be like, I got the flu. Like, I can't make the shows yeah. and just head to I would have found ticket. Well, like, if you had made it, you would have had the flu. I know. Yeah, it was a it was a 12 hours. You would have had it. Everybody's got the wook flu. It's huh? unbelievable. And you know, you, I, I was actually thinking this as you were arriving. I'm like. It is a testament to how awesome fish is because what else would you do that if you knew with certainty you were going to be sick for the week following it? Like if you knew every time you went to a Knicks game you were going to have the flu for a week, would you ever go to a Knicks game? Never. <laughs> Never. Would you ever go to a Rangers game? No, you'd no. watch it from home. The MSG yeah. is just part of the dues. That's like, it, okay, man. I'm going to go. I'm going to be violently ill for a week. It's going to be terrible, but it will all be worth it, and I'll see well, you Well, that could be too. like a good lot grift for you is to maybe sell some flu masks. Flu shots. Sell flu shots, sell flu masks. That's not a bad move, man. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. A glow stick it, full it, of flu IV drips <laughs> you know what it would sell man it, it would work. sell it, it totally really would could. um you uh you, is it do you go to most new year's eves at msg do you kind of have to compromise because of yeah no no um i had only been to the i, I went to petrichor and i went to soul planet those are my two i i so i moved to new york in 11 mm-hmm. and typically what i had done was always like anywhere from one to three of the first three. Yeah. Anywhere in that continuum. Um, and then, I yeah, I did all four in six. I think I did all f- four in 16 and all four in 17. Dude, living here, I live in Long, you know, I live in, right over the river yeah. in uh, Queens. Living here and doing shows. I lived in the East Village when the Baker's Dozen was going on. Yep. I think about, I have friends that did all 13 Taking the train from New Haven mm-hmm. back and forth every night, went to work the next day. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh my how god. the hell? Yeah. And it's, I'm like, I might skip this one, and then I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. I have to literally get in an Uber and and like yeah. listen to Stash, and I'm there. Right. I have a friend who city biked one time. Yeah. One night I walked home through Times Square. It's a it's beautiful like, night. Why yes, not? You're, totally. you're reeling from the show. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like I, the the thrill of my life is I never. I never lose sight of the fact that, oh, my God, like, I now live in Manhattan. This is their home venue, and I'm three subway stops away. And, and I, like, I always throw on, like, I tend to, I always will put on rock and roll, them playing rock and roll. And it's just like, this is the coolest thing on earth. Like, yeah, it, I, it really I, is. I love it. We're so lucky that this is the home, so too. So lucky. You know? And I, I, I hope that it stays this way because, I you know. I think it will. I think because they've got, th- that venue in them is so simpatico Well, and the Corotta, that's his home. I yeah. mean, like the fact yeah. that he, you hear about that whole, right? Like he yeah. does the house lights. I think yeah. what someone was at one of the New Year's Eve shows a couple of years ago, right? And saw him and saw what he did. And they were like, we need this guy to work here. Right. I think that's how yeah. he got the And gig. like he can access the house lights for fish. Yeah. Which they don't let other, which people, they don't do let other people do. Because yeah. that's like when I was watching it, I was watching that kind of like circular drop down I, from I around. The, yeah. He's he's the greatest. I mean, yeah. just it's so, and that's another thing that's weird about like couch tour. Like I watched all four shows this. Mm-hmm. So where I was at, 
in my hotel the the hotel and the comedy club were all kind of like in one building yeah so i was able to like do a set race upstairs watch the sets eat dinner with my wife run back down do stand up yeah p- hit pause you know you what I mean? Do you ever work fish into your stand-up, or is that just, like, completely separate? I do. I, I, You know, man, it's kind of funny that you bring that up because there's a couple things. I mean, I've been seeing fish now for, what's 1995 to 24, 24 years. Now, 24 yeah, years. Yeah. More than half my yeah. – well more than half yeah, my life. It's crazy. And I have some stuff about it. I've got stories about it. Yeah. Um, the, the interesting thing I find is how do I make it – um, not universal. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want to. I, I, the last thing I want to do is like polarize eighty percent of the crowd that never heard of them. Yeah. So I have to kind of go. They're this band that you know, like, and I kind of get into more like generic concert experience yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to be like you know, well, who would have knew Glide Two? You know uh, yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you know yeah, what right. I mean? And then you like, could Scotty be called that on Twitter at noon <laughs> yeah, that day? Right. Absolutely. Like, you know, like more like Petra Snore, right. like that type of you know, whatever, yeah. just dumb. But it, 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 no one, no one would get it. Mm. So I, I am working on working like a, like a one man kind of. I don't want to say one man show. I hate that name yeah. of things. But kind of like a piece to maybe do it like a Garcia's or like the Cap or yeah, something. No, and, that and would do be... like a, a sh- like a head centric. You know, it would be an amazing show. I, I was thinking this at the Baker's Dozen, a show where it's based at an unidentified concert, so you could get around all the rights issues. But seriously, a show in the men's room line. <laughs> that that the best material on earth I know, happens there. I know. It really does. You know, it's it's hilarious you say that because experiencing things in the bathroom line at a fish show it made brilliant. me pitch that idea writing for the Impractical Jokers. Yep. Are you familiar with the, our t- the TV show Impractical uh, Jokers? I, I was watching one where they were at a mall the other day. So and like they're, yeah, yeah. The four guys, and you know, you gotta. And, and what I said was, you guys gotta either be bathroom attendants or you gotta yes. get in line. Yes. And you know, whatever, like pop diarrhea real quick or something. <laughs> yeah. Just some weird, like whatever yeah. you pull. Yeah. You know. Yes. Oh, the test came back positive. Right. Like you get a weird phone call. Yeah. And and it was one of these weird things where getting someone to sign a release that you're in line with them at the bathroom and they do some weird thing. Like what if somebody like rips one or right. the, the, yeah. the bathroom line seems to be like this weird international waters of like, you could kind of say what you, it's, it's like yeah. the only place it's yeah, like because, billiard because, rooms because, in the fifties kind of because people don't have their phones out there. Exactly. And if they did, it would yeah. just smash out. Yeah. Of their hand it's in no a man's land. That's nope. all the men in no man's yeah. land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very yeah. weird. It but is. I love that idea because the shit that goes it, down, people are just saying shit. Everyone's laughing. Yeah. It's hysterical. I've, I've, I have a notebook dedicated to kind of like, and I did this at the dozen and, and it was so fun. And that's when I started to really enjoy sitting behind the stage mm. was I, I had a notebook with me and I had my phone and I, kind of would sit and make notes about the different top like chapter this you know uh when the lights go down people filming dancing you know watching you know uh, like drunk cardio i call it because whenever do you run and drink a beer at the same time other than at a concert you know but there are those elements that i think there's so much humor in and for the people who get it they would love it and that's the beauty of doing what i do now is there are those Hulu's or YouTube yeah, Reds no, no, or right. whatever. There so there are outlets. There's for, vehicles. You know, right? It's never going to be an NBC. I'm never going to go to HBO comedy. with a fish hour. You know I, what I, I mean? But know, I, you'll maybe even could. I, it, there, there's something there, man. It, it that community is so powerful. It's so brilliant. There's so much going on. Like very funny people too. Yeah, I mean, I love the fan, like people. All the t-shirts, all the stickers, everything. Shakedown it. itself, like just summer tour, mm-hmm. is just such a funny, like the, just to document that. And I'm really surprised there hasn't been more legit there's a book out that compares fish fans to uh 
insane clown posse, oh, the Juggalo. Yeah, I, I, I've heard about that, right. Just the rabid following yeah. of them and kind of going off the beaten path and yep. all that other stuff, which it's interesting, but I don't see much. The only time I had a chance to go backstage at a fish show was at, at Big Cypress, and it was like this kind of amazing thing to kind of look out and see all the people and see just to watch that happen it was like this thing is so enormous and it's so amazing that they build us this city to come just be our weird self at yeah you know do you get into much other jam band stuff not at all i don't i don't don't care at all um i've seen umphreys a few times now because like through people or like hey come to the show and um and i and i enjoy that but it you know for me it's like all I care about is fish. I, I, I'm not trying to get ingratiated in that whole world. You know, it's like I'm with you. I love fish. That's all I need. I, anything else just feels like lacking to me. Kind of yeah. With my time, it's, I'm not a big live music guy. Um, as far as n- new bands, like you know, I, it's GNR, it's Fish, it's Stones for me, and that's like, yeah. You know, so I wanted to, I want before we get yeah. into to the New Year's stuff, I wanted to talk with you about uh, GNR. Now. Yeah. When did you catch them live first? My first concert was August 25th, 1988, GNR opening up for Aerosmith. Oh. I was 13 years old. My dad brought me. some reason, this was by, by far the coolest thing my dad ever did. It was like they saw how passionate I was about that, and and yeah, he, he got us tickets, and we, we saw. I mean, it was I mean August 25th, 1988, that was Sweet Child was the biggest song in the world. They were the biggest song on the planet. The arena, you know, the outdoor amphitheater or whatever, was Full for their entire set. Aerosmith's watching it off. This, I mean, it was everybody on. knew there was something. Yes, yeah. And it, I, and years later, here I got to interview Duff McKagan. I'm like, can I just do my thing with you? I'm like, my first show ever was Great Woods 1980. He's like, oh, Great Woods, I love the venue. That was a great name. He's like, no, I remember that, you know. And he, and I'm just tripping out looking at Duff McKagan, who's the most earnest, amazing guy. He's listening to you. He's he's engaged, and he's you know he's talking about, you know, we were we were just on a, you know, we were just driving around a tour bus. We had no idea because that was before the internet. No. They don't know what's happening in the outside world. There's a guy but with a map becoming, that did it for yeah. ZZ Top last year, and they yeah. just put their trust in this dude. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's like, they were like, we just were becoming the biggest band in the world, unbeknownst to us. And Isn't that wild? And bigger and bigger. And he's like, yeah. Now, as a GNR nut, yeah. and I, I love him, yeah. um, I have a very I have a little sidebar. Mm. I wasn't allowed to watch uh, MTV when I was a kid. Yep. So I remember getting up early yeah. and watching MTV before my mom woke up, and yep. I had my old freddy krueger hat from a halloween costume mm-hmm. there was this curly black wig in the house i had a tennis racket and candy cigarettes oh yeah and, and patience the yeah. video patience was on constantly yeah and yeah. i would smoke a i had my little slash outfit ready yeah. this is so fucking nerdy of yeah me. but i like had my slash outfit ready and when that video came on i would put it on yeah put the candy cigarette in my yeah. mouth and play the tennis racket as yeah. my acoustic guitar. Totally. I was fascinated by GNR and that was like the first kind of like I was I like That was bon- exactly 30 years ago too now because GNR Lies came out Christmas 88 into 89 and That's right. Page, right now Patience wow. is the biggest song in the world. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. 30 yeah, years 30 ago. 30 years, yeah. 8th grade. My yeah. god. It is wild. So I was 9. Yeah. Shit. Yep. Yep. Amazing. We recorded. I remember we 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 did the V VHS recorded GNR live at the Ritz, and you know we tried to set up the timer, and we like we didn't know if it would work. And I remember it was at my neighbor's house, and we didn't think it worked. And then when that aired, and we we, we actually captured it on videotape, and we watched it the next day. Wow! And it blew. I mean, I've watched that Ritz show on YouTube. I mean, 
a thousand times. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, like, yeah, it's so they're so haggard, but so good. It's every. St- oh, I love now, it. Did you get into the interest intricacies and the subtleties and the facts and the little like GNR nuggets like fish? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, are I you had, a studier? I, I of? had an unquenchable knowledge for GNR stuff. OK, absolutely. Can yeah. I ask you a couple? things? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the girl moaning in uh, Stephen's girlfriend, Stephen's girlfriend, yeah. Axel's. A- that's supposedly yeah. Axel's who he brought her into the studio and under the piano. Yeah. OK, so while they were recording uh, Rocket, Rocket Queen, yeah. that's the drummer's girlfriend, girlfriend banging Axel. Yeah. And he recorded it and put it on the album. Did he do that as like a it's interesting, like an F you to Adler have knowing that in a year or two, he'd kick him out of the band. I know. Interesting. Like, it does speak to like, was there already that tension because Steven was Slash's guy? Yeah, man. It's so weird. It is weird. Because like, even if like you listen, I, I, there's a great interview with Slash on Mark Maron's yep, podcast. I and yeah. I just listened to it recently yeah. again. Yeah. And it's like Adler and, and you hear about how tight he was with all. And it, then you hear that story and it's like, Jesus Christ, know, was it, Axel just it, that big of a dick, or was that just... I think he kind of was. It was like he was taking anything that he wanted, and but it, there, there does seem to be psychologically more to it. I actually interviewed Stephen Adler's mom for her book tour when she did that sweet child of mine. Get out of here. Was so lovely. She came by with the author. Wow. And we were taking pictures of her in front of all the Simpsons stuff up in the halls. Nice. He loves all that, but she was amazing. You That's know? cool, man. Yeah. This guy you kind of worry about. You know, like he was on that celebrity rehab, oh my God, and it yeah. was rough to watch. Yeah. He would just have those moments no, where a switch would flip. I mean, to me, he's. He, I think he even talks about her a little bit. But I mean, it's like she, you know, she was. A, she came from Poland. Her family escaped the Holocaust. The whole thing, but it's like it's clearly very hardy genes they have because I I know. Mean, he, he had enough money to be a drug addict for a long time. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's it's a it's a it's amazing. All five original members are still alive. It's, it's unreal. And, and 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 I know. So Axel's clean, right? Yeah, he now, was never a junkie. So, but he was a booze. Guy, yeah, right, the, yeah. The typical eighties routine. Yeah, yeah. just he still drinks booze like, and you, coke. You know, you'll still see him. With, he yeah. could tell he's kind of bloated, and yeah. you know. But Slash has been clean forever. Yeah. Duff is like this I unbelievable. Mean, of hell, bi- right? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you watch his document? His uh, his live. You must that have. it's so easy thing in yeah. Seattle. Or yeah, did you love it? I it had terrible reviews, and I remember being like, I I like it. I can deal with this. Okay, you know? yeah. Because I wanted to know. I I watched it a couple yeah. times, and I I liked it. I felt spoken word thing on stage. Yeah, right? but it yeah. would lead into almost like it was kind of like it reminded me a little bit of this Bruce thing that just came out recently. I where there was seen like it yet. Yeah, yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, it's long and it's Bruce. Yeah. So you know, prepare yourself for a lot of you know words worth you know right, like wordsmithing. Right. But I I liked it. I wish that Duff didn't glaze over certain parts. Mm-hmm. There were things where he kind of I felt like it left out. Like he would go right to like falling in love with his you know now wife. But he'd like throw a sentence in like, and that's when Slash and I started, uh, you know, throwing glass tables out the window. Right. And then I met the love of my, and it's yeah. like, no, 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 back up, dude. We want to hear about the crazy shit. You right. Know? No, it's right. right. <laughs> I, I, I can listen to that. I love the crazy stuff all day long. It's the yeah. best. It yeah. really is the best. Like, I do. I, I'm so fascinated by, and it's funny because comedy is kind of like the, the easier, like the. We're not. I'm not throwing. Uh, yeah, I'm not Keith Moon in a hotel. Right. You know what I mean. Like I'm literally. No, I'm is, watching a, like a sort of a renegade. Like you're trying to do it on your own terms type vibe. Like I can see why comedians and musicians would get along. Fascinated yeah. by them. God, yeah. they're just so. They're just so incredible. Yep. Do you? Uh, are you going to catch them when they? They're coming back around, right? Isn't there? Is there a tour that's announced, or is it? No. The Stones announced a tour. I will go to the Stones. Um, 
I saw the Stones three times in that last tour, like in 2012. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. They mix up the set that tour, too. That was when they had the guests pop out, right? Yeah, right. Like, I, one of the, I think the in Brooklyn, in Boston, it was uh, Clark, the, 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 the amazing Gary, Gary Clark. Clark Larry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in, and I saw my Barclays Center. I forget who the guest was that show. Um,. Yeah, I can't. But you know, it's it's good. It's worth seeing. I'll go to one of the stadium shows, and I can tell what they're trying to do. They're trying to do. They they first sold a Monday show, then they added a Thursday show. They're trying to dump, and, and they must want to have a Saturday show yeah, too. Yeah, those tickets. I mean, now with Ticketmaster and all that nonsense, it's, it's like you just wait till the last second, and that that market will be flooded with tickets. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I was looking. GNR at, is the same thing. You know, yeah. they try to do the, buy the fan club to get pre access, and there's no reason to do anything. No, it's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it's really impossible. And now with Ticketmaster having their own aftermarket, and everything. It's, right? Yeah, it's garbage. They sell it's complete. Three times. Artie and I, Artie Lang and I were talking about it. How we used to have to go like stand outside the Filene's to like yeah. get tickets and that. That yeah. was how you did it, and it's now crazy. it's I mean, just Nine Inch Nails brought that back. It's like the system got so broken. Now we're back to that stupid system is actually better, better. Yeah. than being on a computer that's all run by bots. It's like, it's unbelievable. That, yeah, that, yeah, it's really insane. Right, and it's great that we have cash or trade or things like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think that I think that the the big eyeball, the New York and the LA and all that, can learn a lot from our scene. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean, and kind of make it a little bit more uh, watered. You know, if they want, little, to, if I mean, they want like, to, it's but it's a, a racket, it's a money making grift. Yeah. But here's the th- so I could have sworn I heard that Guns N' Roses was going out, but you would know better than I. So maybe they will, they'll be back for certain. But I think they just ended that. You know, they I think they just kicked off that like that was all technically the not in this lifetime that just ended in like you know art in some far flung place. Did you get into any of like Slash's other projects, or were you pretty I, much I just ju- a GNR? I just got into. So I saw Slash at Pier 17, which is the awesomest venue down in the seaport. So cool. Yeah, with Miles Kennedy. And I had never been into any of that stuff. So I actually I learned the new album, which I loved. And then I kept going backwards through YouTube at the art studio. Like I would just and I all the Slash and Miles Kennedy stuff is incredible. Yeah. And I, I, I totally learned that for that show. Yep. And I'm better off for it. I love it. That's so cool. Yeah. Now, can people go find live those shows like we can find our yes yeah. yeah well you'll it's a little bit more limited like you'll find like one person shot rocket queen at pier 17 it's not like everyone's not doing full you're not gonna find slash on like re-listen or anything like yeah, one of those apps and, and, and there's and there's and they, they're not bro- broadcasting it so there's not people ripping it off the yeah you know the totally the store. yeah but it's it's there and it's any thing that's great about slash he has a million when you go on youtube he has a million um of like the guitar center storytellers, yeah, slash, totally. You know, and yeah, I, and absolutely. And really well done, and it's like I yeah, love gi- that the stuff. Gibson sessions yeah, and, and stuff. We're like in the yeah. studio here in Orlando. This is our producer Elvis, but like, and it's really good. Yeah, you know, I could watch him talk about it. I, He's me just too. So smart and articulate, and and like soft spoken but brilliant. I love, I love. Slash. Well, I got into like a wormhole of like I saw some your some of your tweets were hilarious, and then I found out about your art, and yeah. that's so damn cool, man. Yeah, that you're like able to bring a visual aesthetic to the music that we, you know, I I, I love, I I love it, and like having that archive to play with is incredible. Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's it's the most satisfying thing on earth to me. Yeah. Are you gonna? Do you have any shows coming up anytime We've soon? Got one in Boston. So my friend owns like a high end office furniture company here. We did one in November, so they brought like the designers they work with because we can do you know custom stuff. And Mark's very open to us, us playing around with his images. We're going to do that same thing in Boston, um, in February or something. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. no, it's cool. Let me know so I'll I'll post it out and yeah, share it with everybody. Cool. I have a TV question, and then yes. I want to get into fish. Yeah, 
Is it how the hell do you see a story and then have to digest it? It's terrible news. Yeah. You react and kind of absorb it and then turn and like be able to kind of put on a face yeah. and and share a, a, well, a, you know a what? story. It's actually it's, it, how how you realize it actually works is you learn not to be putting on faces in the first place. Like when you first start you're you're sort of over emoting, like you're acting too low or too high for anything. Yeah. And you learn to just sort of like dial it all back. And like then you learn to take out the transitions like I you know I don't do, you know, and now a, a sad turn. I just change my voice. Like if you're in a conversation, you're going to be talking and then you'll be like, but you know this happened and then but I mean then then yeah, you know yeah, it's yeah. just you, you learn to like Luckily, I've gotten so many hours of airtime now between morning news and anchoring and stuff that, like, so much of it is taking the over emotion one way or the other out of it. Yeah. And you just you do the hard turns. That's You're like life a doctor is hard turns, in a sense know? where it's like you kind of have to deliver. Okay, that one's dead next. You know, yeah, it's exactly. Like, right, it is. It's like operating. Okay, time of death, 558, boom. Boom, next on story. to the next one. And yeah. in, in that walk from, you know, room 10 to 11, you kind of have to just take a breath exactly. and be a person. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, that's got to be difficult at times because you need to separate yourself right. and be the, you know, harbinger of, of a story, yeah. you know, without right. kind of being like, I'm a person too here, man. You know, right. like that's got to yeah. be difficult. I guess the thing, the thing that you, you get a level of separation when you're not doing it, like live coverage would be more taxing than doing stories that maybe happened a day ago. You learn to separate out more. But yeah. Like if you know, if you're like. If it's a live situation, like I remember, like the terror attack on the bike path, Halloween. It's funny. Before. I was thinking about that in particular because yeah, 2011, like you moved that, here. That you're getting info in real time and you're starting to get elements that are looking bad and you're like, whoa, this is really bad. Yeah. It's harder. And, and I wouldn't try to disconnect the emotion from that. I try to be as real as possible. But it's a, you know, it's a little more you know, maybe difficult to maintain your composure in that scenario than just sort of reading a 20 second structured VO about something bad because the, you know, right. terrible stuff happens and every time. day. Yeah. yeah. But also too, I think that that probably is a good, uh, you know, that's that I like you and I trust you mm-hmm. model where, you know, your, your viewers are going to come to you. They want to hear, you know, that's important, man. Yeah. You know, like if you're putting on the some phony stuff, is, yeah. man, I'll tell you, it's bad watching and you probably maybe like stand up, I go back and watch old footage, oh, and I'm deadly, like, deadly. I stunk. Oh, oh, I, 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 <laughs> you know? I couldn't bear to watch it. I, it's I, so no. terrible. It was ter- but that's the thing. Like, I, I do always say, and it's true, it's like, I promise you I was as terrible as you could be. Like, People are always inclined to be like, oh, this must have been a natural. You must have been I'm like, no, no, I, I, I assure you I was petrified i was terrible at it yep you know over and amazing at it now but just in the sense of like well you grow me, and you learn believe me, you know yeah. you, you end up somewhere further from where you started you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, if you're absolutely. lucky yep god willing oh that's so funny yeah. well that that's i yeah. always wondered that and it's something yeah. that i like i always felt like radio guys had it easy because mm-hmm. they were able to like you know you don't have to show your face no it, it, it is paralyzing because you're seeing the face or the reflection it's very it's very weird i just the terror of being on live TV was so intense for me for so, so long. And I always thought it would be like, oh, in six months, I can't wait till six months from now when I'm no longer nervous being live. Yeah. It was actually like six years until I'm no longer nervous. Right. Now I really don't care. Yeah. And I'm not. But like it took a lot longer sure. than I would ever thought it would. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing a great job. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right. Want to get into it? Yeah. Let's take a look at these shows. Yes. Now, prior to um, the run. Yeah. Let's get nerdy. Yeah. 
Did yeah. you enjoy the uh, Kazvat Vox set? Did you listen to it? Are you a I, fish fan that goes and listens to? I, I I am so proud of this, and I and I, this was my text conversation with all my friends, like that I was going to the shows with. I'm like, learn this stuff. I I I put in the work and I learned it, and I don't like learning new material, uh-huh. but I knew that this was going to be the entire glue of this run. Yep. So like to my glue friend, to the magnet. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, so I absolutely did. I listened to it. And the thing I like about those trade shows, too, he'd sprinkle in a song, and it would allow you to sort of appreciate it and then hear stuff you already knew. But So I was totally up on Kozvat. Did you like years, it? And I loved all of it. I it love all so of it. much of the shows. It's unbelievable. P- before going into it and listening, this fish got me in a weird way where, yeah. like, Chilling Thrilling didn't do this to me. Yep. Wingsuit kind of didn't. But yeah. I, I was yeah. at I was at, um, at MGM yep. in Vegas, and I watched this Kazvat set. Yeah. And they while, realized they had to add the visual element. That's why f- the wingsuit didn't work. Yeah, man. Because you were just was, seeing right. a set of stuff you don't know. Exactly. And the fact that they went in and put in all this weird goof thing about yeah. how, like, it's a weird Icelandic yeah. prog rock thing. But I, I, while listening to it, I was kind of like, okay, I hear a little bit of hood in this song, and I hear a little bit of, you know, um, like a rockin' kind of, you know, character zero ish yeah. in this song. Yeah. And then, and then, I literally every day for like a month after yep. listen start to finish. Yeah, no, it, and there's I mean, not a lot it of does fish. Take a while for it to absorb. Like, and and at first I was like, I don't think I love this stuff. It's a little bit, and it just takes me a long time to get it in my head. But yeah. then once it did, I'm like, there was just this one day where I'm like, oh my god, now I love all of this. Right, like it was in. That's it. But I forced it. In. It was weirdly addictive in a sense. Yeah. Like going back and listening. And it was an album that you could do start to finish. Yep. Stray Dog is such a fun. It's a yeah. throwaway kinda. Yeah. But it's Agreed. also right. It's a good tune. Yeah. And it had that fun weird. I, I love that they were able to write from a behind a mask. Yeah. And let them their inhibitions kind of go yeah. and be like, we could just be this band and it doesn't matter if it's perfect or not. And it right. ended up being awesome. just dynamite. Yeah. The minute Trey played some of those songs on his tour. I kind of knew, like, all right. That's well, me too. Because th- I listen is... all. I listen at my art studio, so I listen to those trace. I love those solo shows because the story. It's like a podcast and a show. It's I amazing love the storytelling. Yeah, and he works it in. It gives. It forces you to slow down and like appreciate song by song. Right. So like when the, that those those solo shows, I knew Santos was just going to be the block. I knew that one hundred percent in my soul, and I knew I was going to miss it because I wasn't going to New Year's Eve. You like, didn't go, huh? I know yeah, I, me neither. I know that's going to be the glue of the New Year's Eve thing. I, I knew it. But I love Turtle in the Clouds too. Turtle oh, in the Clouds was, yeah. was so good, and yeah. it was just and yeah, the Santos thing. Like when, when seeing it live for the first time, mm-hmm. like being in Vegas, I was like, yeah, this is going to be one of those. Like it it's had that earworm so that that, yeah. that like this is what I-O-I-S-O. space smells. Like. Yeah, it was yeah. really awesome. Yep. So going into it, you yeah. love it. You knew the bit. You knew the songs. What shows did you uh, did did you go to? Did you go to all three? I went the first three. You went to the first three. Yep. Okay. Um, let's get into it. Yeah. I mean, they come out right away. We are come to outlive our brain. Yep. So anybody thinking that they're not going to do that set the stage like, OK, good. Yes, that this was like going to be Cosbot heavy. We're going to get all of this over there. Yes, totally. God, and, and I'll tell you, was, the, the minute I saw that, I was like, yep. I skipped the wrong run. Yeah. You know, like yeah. and, and I mean, I watched it. Yeah. But like, you know, being there is no, being hurts, there. I know. Yeah. Um, the, the, they, they came out like, you know, a lot of people always and I have friends that were like, if I'm going to skip any show, I'm going to skip the 28th. Yeah, because if you have to skip one, sometimes you feel like you're skipping that opener. But I yeah. kind of feel like this was a weird one to skip because they're coming off that fire yeah. from Halloween. Yeah. And, and those shows ended on. It's, such it a is high- hard to pick the skip one, too. And I think like also the 29th is always another like 
maybe I'll skip the 29th because I don't have that much vision in my mind of like 29th being legendary shows. On, I mean, until, of course, until this, this year. year, until this year. Holy that was shit. my favorite of the three. I mean, the 29th was everything I want out of. Fish. Absolutely. All everything. right. So bring yeah. me through the first uh, the first show here. Yeah. Um, we are coming out live our brains, Martian yeah. Monster, Axola, which so, the thing I love about that trio to open is you essentially get three openers. The come out live our brains is almost like an acapella opener. Like, oh, this is fun. This is like a sticky thing. Yep. Martian Monster's like, okay, we're gonna go deep and weird, and then Axola punch to the face. That punch to rip. the face. That's that Trey guitar driven stuff is what I live for. Yep, me too. Yep, me too. And it's just fun, and it's always a youthful song. Yeah, it's something that doesn't really, you know, just in the garden, him raging. That yeah, way. yeah. And then you know, these are a couple that we always get at MSG on the run. Free the wedge. Yep. Um, meat was a great bust out yeah and they got the video out of it and i'm like it kind of seemed to start on a weird off key it took them a minute to find it yeah the, the opener was definitely an opener yeah that's what i you know i said yeah you, you know how i know it's an opener too i realized this this run when you're at the set break and, and everyone's sort of making a legal case to you why that was a great set <laughs> yes that's so true Not it's like that free was great. And like everyone's making the case to you and, and i'm just like yeah 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 but night two, it's like everyone's just going around punching each other in the face, being like, "That was amazing." That's <laughs> yeah, how you know the that's difference. That's so funny. Yep. You're so true. Yeah, that's right. I just you're realized like, that this run. It's funny when they go, "Oh, we'll trade it and botch maze that bad." Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck? Yep. It's just yep. so funny. Totally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, maze. Uh, you know, I, I'm a huge. That's mm-hmm. that's my. Fun. And if I could, I'm really happy to see that kind of sort of making its way back. Yep. Walls, great. Yep. Set your soul free. We're- I kind of was um, – that was like my second guess. The only reason why I didn't think they were going to do Set Your Soul Free as the New Year's thing was because Soul Planet yeah. last year. Yeah. But if they weren't going to do Casvot stuff, I thought Set Your Soul Free was kind of like this year's No Men in No Man's Land. Yeah. Where it was they like really that was like the that. jam vehicle. You know, there's, there's, de- there's a definite schism too. People who saw the Soul Planet New Year's love Soul Planet, and I think the people who don't, don't. Yeah, I realized that online, and I and I think that's the thing because the Soul Planet New Year's was awesome. It was such a great gag. It gave you a fond impression of that song that maybe you don't have if you're not because I know it's a little bit popular to rip on Soul Planet on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think people who saw that New Year's do. Yeah, like I'm always yeah. like, oh, that's oh, I forgot people don't love that because I love it. Yeah, and it's true, and it it, it does sound a little like kind of Hallelujah Churchy a little yeah. bit, you know. But it is fun to, you know, like see people goof fish. Twitter trolls are the I, funniest I, fucking I love, thing in I the world. I love fish Twitter. It adds so much to my it's whole hilarious, experience. Man. I love it. It's I just so it. funny to see people get mad at yeah. each other about, like, it's just such a goof. You yep. know? It's it's almost kind of like you kids are adorable. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. not as bad as. Uh, all right. Swept away. Steep. Great. Yeah. Um, the final hurrah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, coming into it. Face plan into rock. Yeah. I mean, that's just that was one of those ones in the album or in the in the, the Halloween show that I was like, man, this new shit's dope. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, agreed. I love that one. Fuego. Fuego. I'm not I'm not normally obsessed with Fuego, but at that point in set two of that night, it hit me in the right place. Like I, I after the after the swept away and steep, I wanted to just start getting more punched in the face with rock. Yeah, and that Fuego had like a night, like the final raw. Now it brought back this weird fun up energy. Yep, Fuego was great. Shade was like you know it's whatever P- people pee break people like, but the thing I did notice too that was another people of making their case like people like to let you know they like Shade. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I, it's not that I don't, I don't not like shade. I'm with but, you. Yeah, and then gin's always welcome, and then and then I know I like possum period, but I really like they really stretched out the 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 build up to it. Yeah, and it was I needed that release of energy at that moment in yeah. time. Yeah, to time. end the first. It was show. very welcome. I, yeah. I was I was I was happy with that. And you're right. It is kind of one of those like. You look at the show and you go, it wasn't bad first show. Yeah. But the energy that they're playing with, it's almost kind of weirdly back to the early days where an okay show is still. Oh, yeah, ripping. for sure. Yeah. yeah there yeah. were some there were some years there where we had some real stinkers. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and this is nice. I mean, they're, yeah. they're playing. They're healthy. No bad they're fish smiling. Now, yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Maybe one of the greatest shows of uh, of this era. Maybe ever. <laughs> what a show! Night two. Yeah. Night. night Let's two, get into it. Night two was everything I wanted. When I when I walked out of the arena, I just tweeted, "That instantly is in the same conversation as twelve thirty seventeen as just instant classic." Yep. Boom. Yep. I mean, I'm watching it at at you know I'm in a hotel room trying mm-hmm. to remain quiet because my dog and my wife are asleep. Yeah. And I'm just jumping up and down, but muting my it landing. Was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Bring me, me through it. So, all right. So, I watched that couple get engaged. Yes. And then, I mean, they got Got that, to use your new camera? Got to use my new camera. Made two new Instagram friends. <laughs> um, and, I mean, they got that in with, like, one minute to spare before lights. <sighs> then they disappear and then buried alive. And immediately, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Because I, I want, you know, actually, I, I don't want to sidetrack this, but, like, I think Trey's big conflict right now in his life is the conflict between being a, a sober, gratitude-filled, thoughtful human being, yep, and being a guitar god, yeah. And in night one, I can feel I can feel that push and pull, mm-hmm. and I feel that happens a lot on runs. Where the first night he's trying to not be too much about me, and then by night two, naughty genius guitar god Jimmy Page Trey is just there, high school Trey in his yes. in his room, just looking I in the shred, mirror. Yeah, I feel cool. Yep. I'm rocking. This is great. I'm not gonna feel guilty about yeah. it. That's what night two was all about for me. When they're having a good time, and when he's charging around doing his nerdy Stomping march, around, and is... laughing, looking at the other dudes, screaming, Bob fucking Weaver. Those yes. shows to me are like, they're having fun, That's I'm having fun. That's the happiest I can be in life. Me too. When I'm, when it, yep. First tube and, and reprise and all that stuff. That's the happiest I can be in life. Unbelievable. Yep. Great point. And to have both those those epic monster tension and release. Yeah. In one show? Yeah. All right. Buried Alive. Blaze on. Great. Good. We're here. Like, that was, like, fun. Like, nice. This is going to be a fun show. Yep. Yep. Killer. Love it. Turtle in the Clouds. Beyond, beside Santos, that was the other cause about that I was just really wanted to get. Such was a psyched fun to song. get it that early on in the run. To like, okay, good. I'm getting that. Yep. Sloth. Awesome. Yeah. Another ripping like yeah, ripping that nice dark deep complex riff yep. like old rocking. old fish yep forty six days I love forty six days yep love it into cities cities in New York City Boom. can't beat and, it and he was just doing that slash thing that like the I can't even scrape in the I don't yeah, know which is, yeah, it was, it was yeah. there was an edge to darkness to it amazing and and the bust out of the I mean Karina. And I'm not that super up on, like, Karina. The whole thing, that was a little bit lost on me. Like, I don't even... 
And I wonder if it got lost on. I think it got a little bit lost. I mean, I you know, I don't. I feel like it was almost people maybe retroactively realized it. Like I think, and right at that moment in that set, people were like, "Oh, this is a good P break song." Yeah. You know, because, oh, because totally. I, need, I need a breath right now. Like, oh my god. Oh, look, I'll know? be honest. It would have been mine. Yeah. And I'm not. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's a great thing to hear, yeah. and it's cool. Kind of. I think it's a nice song. It's yeah. a beautiful song, but I, I don't know. Coming out of that. I mean, it's Relentless, hard to right? yeah. then Yamar and Wolf Wolfman's like yeah, you bingo. can't beat it. Yeah, it's and really then amazing. and then and then set two was like, <laughs> I I you know it's funny. I'm at the point now. I used to be all big. We'd all bet every show. What are they going to open with? All right, fifty bucks. You do this. And if, sure. if I call the opening, you call it, da, 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 and then we'll keep going until one of our first songs get picked. I don't do that anymore because I feel like when I saw him in Albany this fall. I'm like. I didn't have a good sense of where stuff was coming from. Like, I wasn't syncing up with their song selection. It's in very a way that interesting I could... you say that because Albany did that to me, too. I was kind of yeah. like, what a weird. Yeah, it's strange. I didn't know. I'm like, and I was sitting, you know, and this girl, Diana, who was on Twitter, and, you know, she's like, what do you think's next? I'm like, I, I, I just don't know. I yeah. have no idea. I'm, I'm not I'm not calling stuff right. Yeah. So I was not expecting Karini opener set two. I, I assure you of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that, that, and that's the 80s metal guy. I mean, that is I love oh. Karini. I love it. When it gets when they let themselves get weird and into it. Yep. You can't beat it. Awesome. It's just so great. I remember some from like Darien Lake 2000. I think there was one that was just or 2003, I can't remember which Darien Lake year it was, but it was just so dark and yep. scary, and it would dip down really like to nothing. Yeah, and you just hear Paige like wow, 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 yep. like bring up that nice eerie. And they're getting, I like that they're getting patient with the Carinis, with the split open and melts, yeah. with the with the tweezers. Like yep. you, this tweezer death don't hurt very long tweezer. Yep. Um, I've been listening when we were when we were messaging messaging each other earlier. Yeah. You were saying like how you've been like you, the light. You've yeah, been just yep. in that. I've my light has been this tweezer death don't hurt very long. Yeah, and it's twenty twenty minutes or so. It's crazy minutes when they bring tweezer. it back too. Yeah. yeah, and it's just it gets so deep and so mm. it's patient, but it's full. Yeah, and I really love that fish where it's yeah. like we're gonna get weird and yeah enjoy and right. just sit back and, and that's where you now. can really get into it and reminds me of those old stashes from like the m- m- late 90s mm-hmm. where it, it, it's going to be a scary 15 minutes right, right you know so i loved this i loved all of it i love it and then and then no quarter i mean i lost it i mean anytime you see them do zeppelin at msg which is what i most associate zeppelin with song remains the same yeah. this was my post show talk to everyone i was like they were doing no quarter i just went Looked right up at the MSG roof. I'm like, that song has been played here by Zeppelin. Like, oh my god, yeah. Um, and it was awesome. And they and that, rip it. That riff is so just dirty. Yep. Yep. Oh my god, amazing. Just it's, drags you along. You're like being dragged by a horse. Yeah. You know, that's like, so great, yeah. man. Yeah, it's yep. so true. And and the it gets the crowd just rip roaring. Totally. And and after a set of like these are all punchy right in the face songs. Yes. Yeah. So you don't really you have Ray a, Donovan. Huh? You watch Ray Donovan? Some, a little bit, yeah. This season has been great because they've been street fighting. Um, Terry Donovan, they've been doing this bare-knuckle street fighting, and then Bunchy steps in for him in one of the latest episodes and sort of takes his place. And they, the, the, the latest episode ended right before this run where Bunchy is just getting punched in the face, but he just wants to die, and he's just <laughs> smiling while his face gets smashed in. And I was like, that is me during the second <laughs> set. I'm loving it so much. I'm just like, yes. Uh, aren't those the best? Kill me, Fish. I love this. Oh, that's so yeah. great. That's we, how we I was doing. A, we had a show at the Cellar not that long ago where it made the news. It was We had a bunch of guest drop-ins, and it was uh, 
Dave, Ryan Hamilton and Dave Attell were already on the lineup. Yeah. And then guest pop-ins were Jerry Seinfeld, Amy Schumer, yes. Aziz Ansari, yeah. Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle with Busta Rhymes. Like, in that order. Oh, my God. And it was God. one of those punch-in-the-face right. comedy right. nights Relentless. where you could hear people going, we had another special guest, and people were like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, freaking out. Right. It's almost like they're mad, but yes. they're loving it. Yeah, that yeah. S- that like, I really wanted to go. No more superstars. It's enough. <laughs> yes. Give me some unnamed. It's just one of the, yeah, unknown right? person. Let's hear Mike Fanoia. Right, come on. But, no, it's great. I mean, and then, yeah, no quarter 2001 first tube. I mean, yeah. 2001 is I'm so glad that Tube and 2001 are being stretched out again yeah. too because yeah. those got tight so fun and those are so those fun. are just and for for I, you know and I I think there are people that disagree like my buddy Brian who I go to shows with like he's not obsessed with First Tube First Tube is could be like top five fish songs for me but I love First it's Tube because that bad. energy is all I, I live for that yep absolutely I live for that when Trey first brought that out. When he was doing the trio, mm-hmm. and it was like Jabu, Sand, First Tube, all that. I remember thinking, like, God, I hope these make the yeah. fish. You know what I mean? And yeah. even catching it with those dudes was great. And then the way that it grew, and he did it with the horns with Hartswick. I love it. Then when, I mean, it's just. And then he ends with the triumphant guitar. Uh, on the just, air. That's it, how he ended Central Park too. That solo yeah, show. Yeah, man. It's like, it's I'm, just, like, I'm so happy. You with can't this. beat it. And it's that's him. Like, and that's funny that that's the, him allowing to go himself full to circle, be him. That's right. And you know he's going. What what else? We're in the garden. Yeah, I have a I have a fucking place in the, on Central Park. Yeah, let's just rip this city yep. to shreds right now. How and does they, he ever come down from these shows? Uh, it takes me hours. I don't know how he gets in a car and goes home and eats like quinoa. Like I <laughs> I don't know how he does that. Transcendental meditation. I, like I yeah you'd have. Yes, I don't I know. Guess. It's like I don't know. I can't come down from these shows. I don't know how he can just leave. I don't know. Maybe he plays like uh, Trivial Pursuit with his daughter That's or something. Wild. He does it. I don't know how he does it either, man. I don't know how he God does it. Bless him. And then shine a light, sweet prize. Love it. Awesome. Love it. I mean, how do you not love it? Love, that? love all of it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. The thirtieth. I had off of comedy, mm-hmm. so I was set up, nice, comfortable, watching my show, drinking a couple of heady toppers, and uh, alumni letter to Jimmy Page. Yep. Alumni. It was great. Yep. And and I mean, I, that's something that like it, it started a little bit kind of slow llama ish a little like it kind of. Yeah, I think there was some confusion like a little like at the beginning sort of like what is this? Yeah. That was almost like when they they did this last year at New Year's and I, I, it took me forever to figure out that it was brother. Yeah. Like slower brother. I'm like I, I'm like what is this? I don't, People were pumped to hear that brother and it was like it was choppy and messed. Like I don't know. You go back and listen to like a Clifford Ball brother. That's that the Clifford Ball is the one I've heard ten thousand yeah, times. It's tight so I, and it's yeah. ripping. Wah, 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 wah. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. I just, I, I didn't realize it was that. For yeah, a little bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought at first when when they came out and kind of did like that slow beginning to alumni, I was like, is this a s- slow llama alumni? Like yeah. it got a little no, weird no, I, for I a minute. I, I think I checked on my phone actually. I'm like, oh, alumni, right, right, right. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, the mics glide two. Glide two was totally lost on me. Like you know, the good thing, I, there's an interesting thing I think if you've been going to shows long enough, you don't have to feel. Like nervous of being a noob, like I fully. I mean, if they only play that once or twice, like that's such a bust out. I don't even know what it is. Right. And I just, I know the Scotty B tweet, and I know he played it acoustic recently for the first time ever. Something or like that was so obscure. Right. It, it was, was like, okay, super obscure. Right, that, that's like a Twitter song called almost more <laughs> yeah, than like a yeah. show. You know what well, I mean? The, the way that I learned about Clyde too was I had a tape. That remember when we had tapes, we would have fillers at the end if yes, there was still yeah, tape running. Yes. P H I L L E R. Somebody put. From the Bunny Radio, when they would yep. do the festivals, yeah. there was this like real weird run of like there was a Glide Two, a Spock's Brain, uh, um, okay. a do- like a Dog Log, 
um, a uh, Dave's Energy Guide. Like yeah. there was a, a run of weird, obscure things that I had never heard yep. live. So it was just a tape that I, you know, just because you have what you have next to you while you're driving, you right. end up getting oh, yeah. more would, privy you to you those tunes. Absorb those. Yeah. Tapes, so I yeah. was like, holy shit, Glide too, which was neat. Yeah. Um, I still can't believe Scotty B tweeted that that morning. Yeah, it's weird. Did you see it all? Yeah, you know, it's it crazy. Like, this dude. is still on the table, guys. And then they did it. And then they did it. it. Re- and like I do. See, that's what I want to find out. I really want to find out how they get their fish information. I, I mean, I got to imagine that, like, there's a couple of people that I know that sort of monitor that yeah. probably, like, have some, keeping like, their eyes on the zeitgeist. Yeah, and, that know. are like, oh, man, I wonder if there's, like, you know, is, you know should I there's relay like this to the There's, like, this secret feed where, like, Trey's got a fake account, and, like, he has, like, ten accounts he looks at. Yeah, you know? totally, like, right. But yeah. I, I would love to, like, if I was interviewed, Trey, like, do you know who the Vic is? Do you know who... Do you know, Trey's the Funyun. Right, yeah. Do you, right, all, I would just go through these Twitter personalities. That's like, hilarious, dude. Yeah, I, I want to know who he gets his fish info from, and I also know because he's so rehabbed and sort of thoughtful. He's like, he knows it's bad for him to be wallowing in information about himself, but he has to be curious... You have what to the be. bands, what people are saying. Look, I mean, you put a you put a video on YouTube of your stand up. It's gonna get shit on, yeah. relentlessly. Yeah, but they're not. But you have the, to look. You though, gotta right? look. Yeah, you know, you can't know. not. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's part of it. I also kind of feel that uh, Mike put a video out on Instagram stories of of uh, Soundcheck, and you hear Trey going like playing "It's Ice," and he goes, "That could be a bust out. That could be a bust out." And it was like this kind of weird mm-hmm. like. Does he know what busts out are? Yeah, like, see that exactly. It's weird, kind of like. And I get why they keep that close to the vest, but I just want to know. Like, I, I do. I, too. I just want to steal Trey's phone and be like, "Give me your Twitter feed. Who the hell are you following? <laughs> totally. And what man. is your handle?" <laughs> I'm sure he's got people that do he it does. for him. See that? The daughters and they're yeah. all, you know, they know what's up. Um, I mean, this this was phenomenal. Uh, the week of Pog, the, the way I mean, cross eyes just always welcome. I, yeah, I love no, it, and that that was a nice ripping dirty. You know, I thought this whole set was really, really yeah. killer. Um, yep. The Bliss, I didn't know it was the first time they ever played it. I didn't either. No, I know. I and, didn't uh, either. And, and, it, and it's pretty awesome yeah. that, that they did. The acoustic guitar. I saw a great picture Renee took of, you know, yeah. it, it's amazing. Yeah. Really nice when they can nail the songs that sometimes, like Billy Breathes, you don't mm. hear it a lot, so it's fun to see them. No Men, Tube. Back into Week of Pog, back into two. That was that was like gratuitously Ugh. awesome when they went back into the Week of Pog like that. that was it was sick, like, oh, man. Whoa. Yeah, that's just we're having a good time. Yeah, you know, more to end the set. Yeah. Um, this second set, the Cool Amber and Mercury. My call for this, and it looked like I was going to get it. Was I was calling Cool Amber and Mercury, Mercury. Oh yeah. And, and then when they did Cool Amber, my friends were like. Dude, you called it. You called it. <laughs> I didn't call it, but it would have been cool, <laughs> right? That was I was one night ahead of myself. Yeah, um, everything's right. It's a good tune. Good, yeah. Plasma, um, I don't care about. Yeah, the light was light was great. Yeah. Now, is that a song you've always loved? I do. I really do love light. Yeah, I, that that's like tier one for me. Honest, I just I love the optimistic spirit of it. They can jam it out. I really like it. Yep. I really like it. No, it's a good, it's a, it, it, I, 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 there have been nights where that's been kind of like one for me that I'm like, all right, you know, yep. I, I, it's a great tune and they jam the shit out of it. But sometimes I just, but this one, phenomenal. yeah, no, that's, that's being well regarded online. For yeah, I see. yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. Um, waiting. It was weird placement. I thought for the waiting. Yep. Uh, cause that light got very weird and ambient and then they kind of, uh, you know, I could see them because I was couch touring it, and then it seemed like 
everybody just kind of had to like readjust a little bit. And yeah, I, I actually, you know, it's like by that night I was just sick. Um, yeah, you and, were done, huh? Um, well, you knew this I, was it. You I, were kind of wrapping yeah, it up. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it's all, you know, it's so depressing when you don't have another night. That's and why I always one. know, like, and you start to think, well, I, what did I not hear that I wanted to hear? Well, right, especially when you know there's going to be another night that you're not going to. But it's Pretty like it's always too. it's you really want one more in the chamber. Like that's what's always fun about the first night. You go like, oh, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to wake up and do it again. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're in that total fish. You know, it's funny. Like even like when you're you know when you're in that mode, it's like you're around the garden, and you know you're just sort of giving heads up to people hey what's up because like you see a guy with a beard you know he's there for fish yeah. i started like doing that like in this neighborhood sort of like i just see a dude like, and i'm like oh wait that's maybe just a dude you know it's <laughs> yeah, like totally it's amazing you're walking how with a skip in your step fish thing takes over your yes. whole life i'm talking like, yeah. like a crazy person like so quickly like, i start talking to my wife like you know dude that's crazy and i'm like oh my god <laughs> i i fall into that world so yeah. willingly and so fast like Pulling out of it so hard. It's really brutal. And I'll tell you, like, I was doing this weird – I got kind of – I had to take my wife's phone from her because I caught her taking video of me, like, in my underwear in the room dancing in front of the TV. Yeah. And and I'm like, just please – got to just let me be me right now. Like, I need to dance in my underwear in front of the fucking – I know. And I'm like, like, God, if I ever get divorced, this shit's going to hit the internet. You got to do it. You got to do it. It has to. Uh, I thought this split open was top notch. Yep. They ripped the one in Vegas. They they ripped this one. I yep. love that they're ending sets with it. And, um, and then the on. I mean, then set three. I, honestly, right? I mean, how cool? Yeah. Um, the funky bitch. It's always great. And yeah. Mike, just hearing Mike chop it up like that, yeah. and the boogie on. You know, it just yeah. kind of has that very Mike heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Wilson was going to end it. I totally. Yeah. Thought Wilson, I mean, you it's know? like whoa. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like um, they, they, they weren't they just weren't ready to quit, you know, and, and, and maybe they felt like they had to give a little more because I don't know. I mean, that light was incredible and the split open was incredible. But the rest of the set was it seems I mean, like, you know, they like not being predictable. And this idea of a four song encore, no one was thinking nobody. That. Yeah, it's interesting too. like the, the, the closing times. I would love to know how much they pay in overage because like. It's the, quite a bit because yeah, that first night isn't did, it eleven thirty curfew? I think so. I mean, they went very late the first night. They did the bouncing, and you thought, okay, it's just gonna be first night bouncing done. And then they did slave, and it was like, oh, I was. It was like eleven forty five when they did. I'm like, there's no way we're getting us. And then, yeah, wow. yeah, that's wild. So yeah, then, they they, went, yeah, they, they ended. Far. They got a little earlier, but then they did that four song encore, which and, and I mean, the cavern's I, so fun. I love it. Yeah, and yeah. I've I've seen a ton of Rocky Tops. I realize. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Rocky Tops. They encored uh, Albany with Rocky. They Top. did. Yeah, and it was another unexpected. Yeah, th- two or three songs. And they did like you know in, in, in MSG. I think you get a lot of Rocky Tops in MSG. I'm remembering previous New Year's yeah. runs like. Rocky Top, Rock and Roller. So I, I can't remember what it was. but yeah. yeah, they used to pepper in like a Ginseng Sullivan instead. That's you know, out of like, lo- rotation. Yeah, I haven't heard that in a long yeah. time. I mean, I, I like Rocky Top. That's just funny talking about Tennessee and, Ma- and Manhattan. That's yeah, fun, it's really you know? weird. Um, so New Year's Eve, you're yeah. not there. Are you watching? Are you following? I'm are at home. Listening? My wife and I are both sick. I'm following online. I have the couch tore up. We're, you know, we've got Anderson Cooper and Yeah, you're Andy doing Cohen, the whole thing. Doing the whole thing. I'm there with my wife. Um. I yeah I and I I've got my computer out and I'm I'm watching mm-hmm. warily like yeah. it hurts yeah dude you know, know this is like watching the girl you know the video of your girlfriend on vacation with a new boyfriend or something real bad it's like oh yeah MoMA dance I I wasn't too surprised at, at that point I'm like yep. they haven't played it yet it's an opener mm-hmm. um, Stray Dog again not I I don't mean it like it's a throwaway but as far as the uh, new album 
the Casvat yeah. songs. I, I think that and um, shit. I don't remember the very last song. On yeah, it. uh, it's kind of like uh, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna try to remember it. But yeah, but that five fifty five. What would you think? Were you were you five fifty five? Is just funny to me because. That's when my newscast ends. Passing and I, through. And, like, a lot of th- – I just became the guy in our text chain. Like, every time I see 555 everywhere, I send it to them. Mm. So it's like – it just cracks me up. Yeah. It, when you're looking for 555, it's all over the place. Yeah. 555 <laughs> Park app. It's, it's 555 true. Yeah, PM. Yeah. Oh, wait. What time was it when I woke up to go to the bathroom? Oh, it's 555. Like, yeah. it's just – it's it, I see it a lot in my life. That's very so funny. So it's – you know, it's fine. It's funny. The sand ripped. Yeah. Um Lawn Boy Lawn is, mm-hmm. you know, after jam, after Jam Donut Night. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Um, I love, absolutely love Steam. Yep. Uh, they're, when they get it and they go, yeah. holy that shit, was, that, that was gets s- weird. Set and, 2, 1230, the previous yes. year, which is like the all-time show. Right? Unbelievable. Great, yeah. yeah. Um, and that, I liked how that flowed right into Chalk Dust. Yeah. The What's the Use? I now, are you my, getting, my taste in fish has changed, like. What's the use used to be? That used to be a sort of thing that was like a waste of time for me because you weren't up and ready. Now that riff is – it's so like it evokes something so strong in me. Like, wah, wah. Yeah. I'm like, I love – I now love What's the Use, I, I, which is I a total th- shift for me. Yeah, no. I mean I think that I, they're playing it quite often, mm-hmm. and, and it's interesting because it used to be a very – you know, you'd hear it every so often. Yeah. And it's so good. Um Play by play became one of my favorite songs on the new, um, on the Casvat. That's okay. the one that like I I hope someone notices. Like I hope someone notices. Like that. That's the play. I'm Do you remember tra- that? I, one? I'm having a hard time conjuring that right now. It's a weird tune. Yeah. It's kind of a dark, eerie. Like it's got a stash vibe to it. Yeah. I like it though. Yeah. And it's definitely for some people. I think a throwaway. But yeah. Um. So yeah. Then you got that waste. Ass handed was funny. I love ass handed. It's so I funny. It. I love, I love and anything and, Fishman, and, and I, lo- I love the whole thing now too. We're like, Trey, like this is a, this is our, our favorite like, song. This is our favorite song. Yeah. Like, I, Bob I fucking love how they play around with that now. Yeah. You know? and the, the antelope, antelope was raging. just dynamite. Perfect. Great, yeah. great antelope. And then they yeah. open up with a, a, a shredding down with disease. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm whatever with farmhouse. Yeah, that seems to be the vibe. Seven below out of this a world. Great seven below. And I miss that song. I think one of the one of the best New Year's moments I had was when they came back and they did the reverse run where they opened up on New Year's Eve yes, and then and did Hampton. Second. And and they yeah, and and the uh well no no this was oh. back um when they did New Year's Eve here and then three nights in Hampton. And I think it was oh three. It was like right when they came back from their first oh, hiatus. Okay. And uh they did that's when they did Seven Below as the New Year's gag and it snowed inside. Were you at that by any no, chance? No, no. Holy that was shit that was it was incredible. Bangor. Oh, okay. Know, yeah. That was such a fun mm-hmm. seven below. I just I've always loved that song. I love that album. So. That that is Bangor to me. That came out of the winter of O2. Yeah, a very row, wintry kind of very sound. Wintry. Round and I, room. I remember and getting it being snowed in, just cold all the time. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a, a weird it fit. I'm I'm glad so to see isolated. some of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were in a weird kind yeah, of it all weird it all period vibed up. Uh, twist, great. great. The hood passing through hood. Yeah. What'd you think? I, you know what, I, if I'm being honest, no, I don't really know this as much. I, I think I was, I was back more involved with my wife, knowing I was diving back. In, like by midnight was, I knew I had to get there for the gag. Yeah. So I haven't. I, haven't I don't have it, much thoughts on this that. either, yeah. to be yeah. honest. Nope. So yeah, good that works out. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you love Mercury? 
I have come to a pre- I didn't get Mercury for a long time. Me, me neither, dude. There was, but there was a show, one of the fall shows, maybe like Chicago or Hampton or something, where he dropped all these. Like it was like a Pink Floyd tease, and he did a lot. And I was like, I remember being at the art studio the day I finally got Mercury. But I do think people love loving Mercury. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I think a lot of people love loving it, and I it's still growing on me. Yeah, and I'm not gonna jump on that bandwagon. I think this Mercury was the most enjoyable since they first played it in, like, Oregon to open up whatever tour uh, shit. They debuted it in uh, Eugene, Oregon, way back at the beginning of, like, you know, whatever, a summer tour or two ago. And I liked it. Yeah. It's one of those songs that kind of reminds me of, like, Paul McCartney's Band on the Run, where it's like, I, you know how it's, like, three songs in one? Yeah. Like, Paul McCartney's, like, Band on the Run's like, if I ever get yeah. out of here. I wish that was its own song. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That beginning of Mercury. Yeah. That, like, I wish it was its own fucking song. Yeah, yeah. There's too many weird, like, Petrichorish type stops it, yeah, and goes. And right. It's very, gets very a little weird to orchestrated, me. yeah. I kind of, I'm getting to a point where I, I, I like it, and it's yeah. fun to hear how they develop the song, and, and that, right. that adds to it for me. Yeah. Um, But it makes complete sense. Yep. That, that at this point. It's fuego-ish. Like it's t- it's, it maybe took longer to grow on me than other people. People immediately were like, I'm chasing a fuego. I'm chasing this. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I was never chasing yeah. Mercury, and I'm still not. Yeah. Um, Old Lang Syne, great. Say it to me, Santos. Oh, the best. The highlight of the run. Fuck. That, this, I, just, I knew this was going to be the centerpiece of the whole thing. Yeah. It was, and everyone I talked to did, too. I wasn't inventing anything anyone didn't know. Right. That, that sing-along, so amazed. When they, and I was just sitting there on the couch you know, with my wife, and when I saw him come out with a spacesuit, I'm like, "Yep, I just I had they're going above the crowd. Like you have to. Look, this is oh my god. Was this she is at least insane. like holy shit? And she's like she's looking at it, and then you know the 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 the, the um, dancer people being put up and down, yeah, and you know, yeah, um, you know, it caught her attention for a minute, but it was just like it. Re- that's when it really hurt. I'm like, oh my god, I'm missing them going up over the crowd. Like, really, oh, I know, dude. This this really 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 stings. Last New Year's Eve, I was doing Nassau Coliseum. I performed at Nassau Coliseum, and I missed the Soul Planet, but mm-hmm. we were done in time for me to get home and couch tour it. And yeah. I don't know if you remember last New Year's. It was bitter, bitter, like yes. negative degrees. Yeah, very cold. So we skipped going to the show, and we ran home and like got a nice dinner, and yeah. my wife and I, we watched it. And that New Year's gag, I wasn't – I was bummed, obviously, to not be there. Yeah. But I was watching it. This one, super bummed to not oh, be there. Oh, yeah, no. Th- this, this hurt. This one, actually, like I was joking, I, I texted my friends. I'm like, I've discredited my family name by going to the first three shows of this run, but not <laughs> catching know, this. Right. Like, it's a massive asterisk. Like, oh, it's what a blue ball run. Oh, I went to all three except New Year. You know, uh, like, oh, yeah, this was beautiful. Man, it was like, really. And what I love this song. And I love it. I love just it. I Trey found another way more. to be a rock god yeah. for us. Um, it's, so fu- it's so perfect. And what follows. I mean, look, you yep. take this and you make it its own set. Yeah. I mean, I saw it again. I love I, I, I love, love I saw it again. That always reminds me of the dozen, and I love That's a weird, like, devil's triangle riff, like, wah, wah, Yeah, wah, and they're just wah, screaming wah. and yelling, having I a good time. It. I yep. love it. I love uh, it. And I love Simple. And Limb by yeah, Limb Simple's was great. Awesome, right. Um, I, I live for rock and roll. Hearing that, especially in New York, is just and the I best. live for Susie Greenberg. And I love Susie. Yeah, I love yeah. Susie. That's yep. what, that was the f- song that got me. And then, and I'm standing in the hotel. Yeah, I tell you, may God strike me down. I, I said to my wife, I go, if they do a lizards, I'm jumping out of the fucking oh, window. Oh yeah, and they played it. Yeah, and she goes, jump out the window, and I didn't. 
<laughs> but my God. And then, and what then, are you going to. I know? know. And then Character Zero was the only thing that was like. All right, at least they didn't do Fluffhead or something. It was like, I was trying to get moral <laughs> victories for like, yeah, why I didn't miss everything. I'm like, oh, good characters there. It's so okay, funny. Okay. I did that. I was like, these dorks. Yeah. Like, I got mad at them. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, too. They can do, you know, where they're at right now with their, with their material is that, like, how they can do, they can do a Fortnite run and the stuff that they won't even play. Like, no Runaway Jim. No, no Yem. No Yem. Right? No, no Divided. Yem, right? I mean, no like, Stash. Right. No Fluffhead. No I mean, Fluffhead. it's like, no it's, it's insane it's, what it, they can do. Do a killer run. Yep. Nothing lacking in any of it. No amazing. roses are free. Uh, there's oh, yeah, roses. quite a few. Roses are so great. I right. Mean, it's like, it's amazing now. Like, that's what's great about the dozen. Now it's the, four shows is like, we can do that in our sleep. And we're going to leave so much stuff off the table. It's not even funny. It's really know? weird, like, you know? Yeah. And now being a little older and going to shows, if I were to, and I'm not going to miss another run, I can't. Mm. I just can't. No, Unless the money's fantastic. Yeah. I'm not. I now know, like, I got to do what I can do to prevent said wook flu i gotta oh like take a day I in know. between get a massage whatever go sit in a steam room yeah like really treat it like a vacation yeah. like maybe instead of being a new york resident like go on vacation in new york in my own like yeah. do a staycation yeah and no, go see yeah, fish sure. and like because i can't do like you know i mean it's i thank you for giving me you know an hour and a half of your time to oh my god sit and talk because i know you must be zonked thank you for letting me talk about it I, I'm, I'm feeling better today i actually i did get an iv drip before too because i was sick did you? And I went to this place, yeah, in the Flatiron. Oh, they do things. that yeah. now. They do that, yeah. yeah. B12, the whole thing. I, and know, I hate and drinking it, water. i got to make myself drink more water in the new year. Yeah, like you that's. should. Um, well, dude, I love chatting with you. Yeah. Please, let's do it again. Yes. Let's hang. Let's go to a show After together. After the Baker's 20 or whatever comes <laughs> yeah, up this what, summer. Yeah, what is next? It was, yesterday someone tweeted, you know, I think it was like Surrender to the Flow or something. Where would you like to see Fish play this summer? And I just tweeted MSG and like got like 20 yeah. likes. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all I want. That's all I want. I love Randall's too, but like, oh, just give me MSG all day long. Yeah, day. you know, I was thinking about writing Randall's and I deleted it because the thing I didn't like about it was the curfew was so was so early. Yeah. You know, that was the and only probably, thing. I mean, if it rains, it just floods and it's yeah, just like, it smells like know. garbage and yeah. you got to walk over it the It is bridge. weird over there. I mean, it was, that, Randall's was great, but like. Might as well just do Staten Island. <laughs> like, why not? Fresh kills. Point, just take it. That'd be killer. That'd be awesome. Um. You're the man. Dude. I'm so pumped to uh, this, get I, to know I, you. I, honestly, there's nothing I love talking about more than fish. Like, Well, I got, got a podcast for you, so yeah. come on anytime and chat. Amazing. Tell all the listeners where they can find you online and all about right. your projects, dude. Yes. All right. We even so, get into that. So Weiss Guy Lacey is there, our W-E-I-S-S-G-U-I-L-A-C-Y. That's my thing with Mark Weiss. He's like famous rock photographer. Just do fun stuff with his pictures. My Instagram is Steve Lacey. Thank God I got it before. It's like a guitarist who's famous now. Yeah. I got all the good social media before he did. Did they offer you any money yet? No, not yet. But all my ads are like, hey, at Steve Lacey, I love you on the internet. And I'm like, they're all for the dude who's like, <laughs> he's like a 20-year-old guitarist from Compton who's amazing. He's like won Grammys and stuff. No shit. Yeah. And then my Twitter is Steven Lacey, S-T-E-V-E-N, L-A-C-Y. Whatever. Who cares? You'll find me. I'm out there. Thank you, brother. Thank you. As always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Amigos. Uh, check out all of the great podcasts on the Osiris Network, including Beyond the Pond, uh, No Simple Roads, Tom Marshall's podcast, Under the Scales, um, the Fear of a Craft Beer Planet. The list goes on. Female-centric, you name it. So go to Osiris Pod and uh, support the team. we got a lot of great stuff coming up this year. And as always, go to MikeFanoia.com for comedy dates. I'm going to be in your town. Help me party down. Peace out, everybody. Oh, sorry.